Just kidding, that's not the intro. But that's for a later one. Ladies and gentlemen, <laughs> I would like to, if I may, talk about one of my favorite wrestling moves to open this podcast. You see, uh, as a career heel in the wrestling business, I employ many maneuvers uh, that are unseemly and folks uh, tend to have a negative reaction towards them. You know, I, uh, I gouge the eyes. I choke people. I'll even throw the, uh, the, the salt in their eyes. But none is so good as the We're Back Rake. Amazing. Oh Incredible. Thank you. Yeah, absolutely Thank you. fantastic. Thank you. I... I, right. I love right. how long it was. Also, I like that you used the salt in the eyes. A little Freddie Blassie mm -hmm. shout out there, by the way. Uh, uh, the freedom powder, as it were. Oh, <laughs> uh, guys. All right, so we're here today. It is to myself. To marry people. <laughs> oh, we're... Melly. You just wait. Oh, no. Uh, it is myself, Christian Rose, otherwise known as Tom, being joined, as always, by... Brayden, a.k.a. known as... <laughs> <laughs> and take two. AKA known as. Let me just. Also known as known as is what I just said. Okay, now Damian I get does it. Yeah. I, I, I thought you were having some <laughs> sort of an issue. Uh, I was. I was having an issue. But we are joined today by recurring guest and friend of the show, one Connor Hopkins. Unpaid intern. The Unpaid intern. Who needs a coffee because I'm doing a run? <laughs> Anyone? <laughs> yes. I got nothing. Bo Burnham's inside. Haven't seen it yet. I heard it. it was great. Yeah. Heard it was great. I heard okay. uh, uh, Welcome to the Internet, which is a fantastic song, mm -hmm. and um, All Eyes on Me. That is yeah. all I've oh, heard. You, there's an unpaid intern bit that is so fucking good. Anyway, yeah, hello, it's me. It's me, the H.O.P., Connor J. Hopkins, you Esquire. Took, dig it, dig I got it. it. You, I got you, it. Took, right. you took it. Thank you. You done with H.O.P.? Yeah, yeah, you, you know, know me. me. That's one oh. less thing I owe you in my yeah. career, which doesn't shorten the list by much. <laughs> no, considering I just added one. By one. Oh, wow. We're right back to where we started. Uh, <laughs> Woo! Real quick before we move on, I had this thought earlier today when listening to a previous episode. Does the... Does, does the flyer come before the bell? Oh yes. my god. Tom, before no, you can have no. it, before you can have a show, you got to hang the flyers. Okay, See, I that's think that's what my my train I of think you're right. I think yeah. you're right. The only reason I said no is because last episode we did the yes. bell and then the flyer. And I audibly right. went in my car. I was listening to it cuz I listen to the show, folks. Okay. Yeah. And I did went we need a little De Niro. De Niro. <laughs> it's a it's a I, I auditory medium. Yeah. Uh, Brayden's so visual, visual to Nero impression show. Is, is phenomenal. Subscribe to the Patreon. Get uh, Brayden's De Niro impersonation for half an hour. Uh, <laughs> I, can, I, I would. I cannot wait until we move this on the Patreon and, and turn some tiny level of profit off of this. Oh god! Uh, but yeah, no. I audibly went in my car. I went. No, you can't ring a bell before you advertise the show. You're just sitting in an empty building ringing a bell to no one. Now, see, well, normally I would agree with you, but based on the content of today's main event, I think that we can, <laughs> actually. Uh, That's too good. That was really That's too good. Once we... Well, little, you already little, read the title. foreshadowing there. But doesn't yeah. matter. So, hey, let's... let's, let's Let's do the flyer let's, first. Let's do the... Oh, God. All right, fine, fine. No, because fine. I, I think his actually makes sense. It does! Although I might need to drink for this. Do you want to do the opening bell first? Let's do the bell and God do the flyer. damn it. This is the uh, staple gun. Yep. 
That was okay. nicely done. No, 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 right. like also, I'm, no, no, no. I'm glad that we can all agree that it doesn't make sense, but we're still going to do it. Uh-huh. Mm-hmm. Which I feel like is a part of the Monday Night Raw creative meeting every <laughs> fucking oh. week. Mm. But Vince, that doesn't make sense. Do it anyway! <laughs> <laughs> we did it at the exact same time. Now... <laughs> <laughs> oh man, now that you've put it in my brain, it's going to just seep in. But anytime that I do Vince now, I'm only going to be doing Nixon. Yeah. But it will be exclusively Nixon from Futurama. <laughs> yeah. <laughs> the part of Vincent K. McMahon is being played tonight by Richard Nixon from Futurama. <laughs> what do you want for the main event this week, Vince? Bobby Lashley eats a Charleston Jew! Uh, <laughs> okay, so. We're on the flyer now. This is the segment where we cover wrestling news and, and events and whatnot. And folks, and let me tell you, I'm going to need a wrestling noose by the time we're done here. Hey! Oh! <laughs> Boom. Or it's Oof. getting late early. Mm-hmm. <laughs> Brother. That's, uh... We started dark now, and we're tapering off from there. <laughs> now, so far as wrestling news this week goes, we... Let, if, you, if you'll afford me this, let me take the wheel for a moment here. Because, like, on this show, honestly, we try not to take things too seriously. We try not to get too heavy. And we try not to deal with things that are not fun. We like to give you guys a light, enjoyable experience. If only for what's usually about an hour to an hour and a half, you know, episode. Yep. And there was some news that came out this week that is, quite frankly, abhorrent. And it's not something that I think can really, truly be joked about. It's not something that any person on this show condones. Or for that matter, that I think that any person uh, realistically should condone. Uh, People have been hurt. People have been damaged. Maybe irreparably so. And horrific, awful, awful choices have been made uh, by certain individuals. Uh, And by that I mean... Trading Aaliyah to Raw and Mandy Rose to NXT, which is unforgivable. And if you think I was talking about something else in the news this week, you're wrong. Because what I'm talking about right now is the greatest offense that has happened. This is the maddest I have ever been. Unless you are, in the kayfabe sense, the person running NXT, and you're trading Aaliyah for Mandy Rose, which is the equivalent of me trading my fucking... Horse shit 99 Volkswagen work car for a brand new anything. <laughs> what the fuck are we even doing? <laughs> and I want to stress this again. I'm not referencing anything else that happened this week, and we won't be referencing anything else that happened this week, because this is the single greatest atrocity that has happened in professional wrestling. This specific week at the time of this recording. Nothing has been worse. Nothing has been more hurtful, damaging, painful, maybe even an overall sin against humanity. Mm. Well, that is what I had for my flyer. (laughs) Sorry. (laughs) Uh, Yeah, besides, um, I mean, Paul Orndorff. Yeah, Yeah. That's... Sad, but I have a small tie-in for that. Uh, I think I've have I referenced the the WCW pay-per-view curse on this show. Yes, no? you have. Wait, maybe. So when I was a teenager and like getting a pay-per-view for us was like a big thing. Mm-hmm. Uh, one of the f- two times that me and my friends pool our our money and our resources and got a WCW pay-per-view was Fall Brawl 
And it's either 99 or 2000. I want to say it's actually 2000. But Paul Orndorff was in a match, and it's Paul Orndorff and the and the Filthy Animals yeah. against the Natural Born Thrillers in like a, a four on four. And he comes in on like a hot tag, bumps a couple of guys, does his weird version of the pile driver that was just called the stop. <laughs> Not sure how I feel about that. Hits one. Seems like he's not doing well. He also looks very not well at this point. Like, you can tell that one half of his body is, like, more muscular and more defined. Yeah. Hits another one. And he hits the move, and he does not get up. Yeah. And for the next few minutes, it's this real awkward thing where these guys, like, by and large and in the big scheme of things, are all very green, so they don't know what to do. Mm-hmm. And they're, like, working around his body. No. And running spots, he is laying there like a chalk outline. And yeah. then finally, they stop the match, and they stretcher him out. And what had happened was he was like his his spine and neck were in such basically the right side of his body had gone into atrophy. Mm-hmm. And at one point during this match, where he was doing really next to nothing, it just shut down, and he couldn't do anything. So they they stretched him out, and that was like. I think the last time he really ever did anything, you know, which is completely understandable. Yeah. Yeah. Uh, Shane Douglas later in the show cuts a promo on, I think, Billy Kidman or something. He's, and it's something like, you're going to be joining your friend Paul Orndorff in the hospital in just a few seconds. And I was like, oh, no. I don't know, man. Like, this happened like 15 minutes ago. Yeah. You don't know. You know what I mean? Like, you don't know if he's, like, going to live. Us. Yeah. Yeah. Uh, he's only what was it seventy six seventy one seventy one oh wow, yeah. which I mean it, for a wrestler, he's up there. <laughs> that's but that's a haunting thing to think though. <laughs> oh, I know. <laughs> like for but, like in, especially for like a wrestler from the eighties and nineties. But I think it's also a thing too, where it's like you look at the lifestyle and everything from those eras. Yeah, and it's like, yeah, yeah, man. Like, and I'm not saying this like throw shade or anything, but the guy clearly had some enhancement uh-huh. pills, mm-hmm. and I'm sure had his own vices, and yeah, yeah dude, I mean, it sucks, he was, he was like, yeah. he was one of the first ever, like, great heel turns was mm-hmm. uh, him on Hogan, yeah, and oh. sucks. Oh. Oh. Um, he was part of one of my least favorite moments in WCW history. Him and uh, Gary Spivey of the yes. of the psychic yeah, yeah companions network is that is that what it's called I think okay. so Cole fact check me on that yes please Cole Havens correct us he doesn't listen anymore right into the show. <laughs> he only listens to the ones that he's on uh, he used to listen maybe we I turned see. him off when we were talking about clipping our fingernails <laughs> I need to clip my nails. Uh... Go to go to computer desk. It's a great place Absolutely to clip your fingernails. Absolutely not. Just uh, still disgusting. You suck. <laughs> so, and <laughs> you guys so, have and. any any other news? No, I don't. You took my. Thing. Sorry, I didn't mean to. That's fine. Yeah. It was a great diversion. Well, it wasn't a diversion at all. No, that's no. What you meant because to you were talking what could about we possibly only... be diverting from. Um, yeah. nothing. nothing. That's what? Yeah. Not at all. Uh, Fighter Fest broke a million viewers. Yeah, that's pretty dope. We talked about which that's not a crime, so you couldn't be diverting from that. Of course not. I couldn't talk. Couldn't possibly be talking about AEW using text apps to pretend to be other people or anything and manipulating their 
so-called loved ones, they yeah. wouldn't do that. No, they, no. You'd have to be a fucking maniac to do such a thing. Yeah. Our audience is so confused right now. Are they, though? Maybe. Uh, <laughs> There's a couple that know. Yeah, okay. Well. Any hoot. Yeah. Let's get that undercard. Yeah. Anyone watch any wrestling yeah. lately? Anything um, good and not problematic? Uh, I have one. Okay. okay. Um, I've written them on my... Oh, hand. no. Yes. Oh. I wrote them on my hand while I was driving, so I didn't forget. Okay, so you were holding your hand up, but I saw the watch, so I thought maybe that's an Apple watch? Yeah, uh, correct. I th- okay, yeah. sorry. I thought that you had, like, put these Typed notes down on, in your... No. No, I wrote no, you it you physically on my have hand. ink on your hand. <laughs> and in Sharpie, whilst driving, because I'm left-handed. So. Now, you chose to you write really? that on your hand. Wait, what? You're left-handed? Yeah. Get out of this room. Oh, that's part of the problem. All right, so, like, you... No, I, I, that was facetiously. So, you have the Apple Watch that I believe has technology that will let you take notes. Uh, don't worry about it. Uh, anyway, so, wrote it on my hand. <laughs> um, Tom is so confused. I recently uh, hopped on the uh, fantabulous streaming service by one John Pluto, uh, Pluto TV. Okay. John Pluto! Uh, run out of his Quonset hut. That's right. Yes. In Paducah, Kentucky. <laughs> uh, the, the deserts of Paducah, <laughs> Kentucky. We gotta let Paducah know. <laughs> it's just a shot of Paducah, Kentucky, but it's just red <laughs> sand just as far wasteland. as you can see. A, a plateau in the background. <laughs> <laughs> it's very clearly the Gobi Desert. However, it's labeled Paducah, Kentucky. Oh man, that needs to be our. We you need to update the Twitter and put our location as the deserts of Paducah, Kentucky, <laughs> adjacent to John Pluto's Quonset. <laughs> I'm not gonna do that right now. All right. Anyways, I'm sorry. Go on. Yes. Um. And I, I switched it over to the the TNA channel. Um. But yeah. I will only ever watch the TNA channel if it's like pre 2010. Sure. Like anything after that, I'm like fuck right. this. Uh. And it was they were playing like. Seemingly in its entirety, Victory Road 2007. Okay, that might have been a decent show. And what a fucking time in TNA that was. Okay. The match that I led up into, I like caught the entire promo package beforehand and the match. Okay. The build-up of a very young Motor City Machine Guns. Right. Like, still with Kevin Nash. Okay, okay. Uh, forming out of the Paparazzi Productions yes, thing. Yes, yes. Versus Bob Backlund, no, and friend of the show Jerry Lynn. Wait, I think I remember you texting about this. Yes, that. and it was incredible. I now, should... are you saying this genuinely? Are you saying this like ironically? No, 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 no. Like this was amazing. Okay, like <laughs> Motor City Machine Guns being the perfect, just like shitty heels. They, like, during the promo package, they have a debate, old school versus new school. Okay. Foreshadowing. Mm. Uh, oh. oh! And Alex Shelley has this awesome line where he, I forget what he calls Bob Backlund, but he's like, and if the lead singer of Nickelback would shut up for a minute, I'd like to make okay. a point. Okay, And it just made me laugh so goddamn hard. Because That's very good. Motor City Machine Guns as shithead heels yeah. in early TNA, unfuckwithable. Yeah, yeah. They are phenomenal. Yeah. They do, like, this cool blend of Motor City Machine Guns doing their shit. Like, just tag combos on Jerry Lynn. Right. And then they blend, like, Bob Backlund doing this hilarious spot where he has Shelly in a full Nelson. Mm-hmm. And Shelly sits out 
and rolls back, like does a back roll to try and like get through his legs, and rolls right back up into the, the full Nelson. Nelson. Okay, oh, that's okay. great! It's so great, and it's a just a bunch like all of Bob's offense is, uh, just machine guns missing shit. Yeah. So it'll be like catch the leg, they go for their double enziguri or whatever. Backlund just ducks. And Saban ends a Gary Shelley. That's brilliant, yeah. They do the, like, fucking shine spot where it's, like, Shelley's coming to break up the pin and just Move, elbow drops. Elbow drop your Saban. old partner, right. Yeah. It is amazing. And, and then immediately following that, it was um, Robert Roode with mm. Tracy Brooks okay. versus uh, Showtime Eric Young with Gail Kim. Okay. And, like... Even that too, with Showtime like being afraid of his own pyro. Yeah, and, like, I, I always like that. Spot. And that scared of Bobby Roode until Gail Kim just like open mouth kisses him right. in the ring, and then he just fires. Which up is his and, spinach. Yeah, or, yeah. <laughs> it's like just amazing, immaculate. Uh, okay, so I actually have then something for the undercard, but I want to. We'll, we'll throw it to Brain for a second, but I want to. Just throwing this out there in case, like, people listening or in the room forget or are unaware. It's pretty wild to think of this, but, like, Bob Backlund was the WWF champion for, like, three years. Mm-hmm. Yeah. Like, there was a substantial amount of time at a time where he was the, the guy, the face of the company. And Hell yeah. now we only really know him for being a complete Dear. lunatic. Yeah. And, yeah. Uh, <laughs> like, I always heard stuff about, like, if a fan asked him for an autograph, he would make them tell him the order of U.S. presidents, yes. and if they failed to do so, he would say, no! And it's like, I can't do that. I've what never been able to do shit? that. Like, He'll also, even, he's like in his 70s or 80s at this point, will still do sure. the, like, headstand and stuff yeah. for people. Like, Love it. I love Bob he, He's in the best way a, a complete psychopath. Like, yeah. <laughs> the, he's one of those guys that like still does like 500 Hindu squats a yeah. day and shit like that. Like, he, he's yeah. crazy. But I love Bob Backlund. No, like, I actually kind of want to go back and watch that run that he had in like the Nugen era. Uh-huh. With, it's immaculate. Yeah. It's so goddamn good. But, I, but it's wild too, though, because even then... People are like, this guy's 20 years past his prime. Like, why is he winning <laughs> matches? Like, he holds Bret Hart in that match where he wins the belt. He holds Bret Hart in the crossface chicken wing for like 13 minutes. Legit. That I, I think that's actually accurate. <sighs> it is like... Or maybe it's okay. a thing where it's like if you time it, it's seven minutes. But it's still an excruciatingly long amount of time for one person to be in a hold. But it's like they waffle back and forth with Owen throwing in the towel or whatever. Yeah. And then Owen finally throws in the towel. Backlund keeps holding on to it, and they have to, like, pry him off. Yeah. It's so great. And then he loses four days later to Diesel on a house show. In, like, eight seconds. Yeah. Oh, I love that. I love that. Yeah. Ugh. <laughs> 50-50 booking. So, um, I don't have anything wrestling-related because I only watch wrestling for this show anymore. Um, but I do have a couple Twitter updates. First of all, they limit your location to 30 characters. So I couldn't even have the deserts of P- Paducah, Kentucky. I can only have deserts of Paducah, Kentucky, which works. Sure, well, we'll go with that. I don't know if you have to specify Kentucky. Well, f- Is there a Paducah you told in me. state? I don't think so. Huh. I hope not. There's probably Paducah everywhere. Have you ever been to Paducah, how, Kentucky? How shit do you got to be to be from Paducah but not Kentucky? Paducah, <laughs> Wyoming? Oh, God. 
That's but they it. pronounce it Patica out there. Oh. Uh, yeah, I'm from Patica. Oh, God. Patica, Wyoming. Wyoming. <laughs> Once I saw a blimp. Paducah, Missouri. Paducah. Paducah. Fuck all that. What else you got? Um, I got a write-in. Not at us. but At us, but not like specifically to be read on the show, but I thought it would be fun to read it on the show. Christian Rose is the only person in the United States that has a mullet and doesn't like ACDC. <laughs> Who's that from? Uh, Team Klein. He's correct. Uh, <laughs> but, uh, by the way, I do have something to say about your ACDC comments on the last I show. S- I swear to God. No, you're absolutely right. They Thank you. All right. That's it? <laughs> yeah, no, no, just... <laughs> I was just I just wanted to I just wanted to let you know, Tom. I just wanted to I just wanted to Ooh. fucking let you know, alright? I oh, agree with you. I was gonna say it's the most aggressive agreement. Uh, no, that's fantastic. You um, can't see that I put my hand on Tom's thigh and leaned very closely into him as Like I a said young that. girl. I agree. Like a young girl. A young beautiful girl. Uh, oh no. So So you're sure there's no other news on the flyer, right? Absolutely not. What more could there be? I don't know. Just, uh, just wondering. wondering. <laughs> it's not like some known, formerly successful, multiple-time world champion for a multitude of promotions was accused and arrested for some horrific conduct unbecoming to any person, let alone a figure of the public. That would yeah. be insane. Yeah, no, we would have to talk about that. That wouldn't happen. We, we would, would have to talk, yeah, we would we, talk we about would that. We would be remiss and irresponsible if we didn't cover that story. Folks, I'm a shoot journalist. I'm an actual wrestling comma reporter. Yeah. Uh, and I wouldn't be doing my uh, my journalistic duty uh, if I, you know, if we didn't bring that up. But there's nothing to bring up, so let's keep going. So, yeah. Why exactly. are, I don't even know why we're talking about it. So. Yeah. No, I don't either. Let's what go. What are we talking about? Uh, so um, I think my, we're talking about uh, My wrestling. other card. Yeah, there you go. I, too, fired up John Pluto's favorite <laughs> channel. Uh, I watched some random TNA, and I saw a match that was actually the debut of one at Eric Young. <gasps> oh. In some random X Division match featuring Nosawa, a worker that I was not familiar with, it evidently was here in the states for a bit. Japanese guy, trash bag pants, a hatchet man tattoo on his neck. Clearly sponsored by ICP. Um, Did he have like I'm picturing him? Did he have like blonde spiked up hair? No, he had like oh. a buzzed head. No, damn. Um, That's how I want him to look. <laughs> it was something. You know. That's how you make I, him I on the two K games. Yeah, absolutely. Uh, a couple of matches featuring Hooventude. <laughs> Oh, God. Those also occurred. Uh, <laughs> the juicy one. Yeah, dude. I I, I never liked Hoovy. Oh, dude, no. E- like even when I was like in the peak of like wrestling fandom, and I'm in my teens, and I'm all about guys doing moves, I still fucking hated Hoovy. Yeah. I was just kind of like, this, this guy is just. Whenever he started doing the juice oh, thing, God. and I'm like, even as like an idiot teenager, I was like, you're straight up just. Not even ripping off the rock. Yeah. You're you're just doing the rock. Like, have you seen that poorly? Pro, that like weird promo of his from like Triple A or something that circulates around the internet every once in a while. Uh, Eric Stevens posts it on Twitter all the time, and it's hilarious every single time. I think I know what you're talking about. But he's like, you gotta respect the juice. Yeah. You don't gotta respect the great one or the best one. Gotta respect the juicy one. Yeah. And it's, it's just the worst thing I've ever oh, seen. No. It, it's confounding. And I've watched Tyler Bodine attempt to wrestle. Oh, God. Don't get me fucking started. Hey, <laughs> hey. hey, hey. You're going to make it two in a row? Actually, that could be another undercard. 
Oh, no. <laughs> All right, you know what? Don't do it. Me? Yeah. Really? I want... No, I want to hear your take. I started to watch a Bodine match the other day. The blow-off. The video was over 20 minutes long. Uh-huh. Oh, my God! I watched the first two and a half minutes, which featured somehow... A hype video, entrances, and then I guess more of the hype video after that? Uh, this was in a venue that there's a ring that does not fit in the building. Uh, <laughs> How is it in there? When I, it, it, not well. Uh, there's a row of chairs on one side. Okay, there's four... For those of you who don't know geometry, the ring is square. Yes. Giving it four sides. Oh, okay. Keep a count here. One side of the ring in this scenario is a wall. Mm-hmm. It, it's a wall. Yeah. One side has a row of chairs. They are unoccupied. Well. The third side is the bar of the building, which seems to have some people sitting at it that are there for the bar and not for the wrestling show that is happening 18 inches behind them. <laughs> yeah. And then the fourth yeah. and final side of the ring features a row of chairs that are also... Largely unoccupied. Oh, no. Um, So, when participant A says, I need you all to be real loud for me, and there is roaring apathy from the three people that have, I don't know, maybe paid for a ticket, and the eight that are just waiting to get another round of high life. (laughs) You almost feel bad for that fucking fat fuck, but you don't. Um, yep. That, as you described him, pile of tires. Yeah. Yes. Shades of the Michelin Man. <laughs> A bag of wiffle ball bats, but drawn loose. <laughs> God right. damn it. Can I know he doesn't listen to this show, by the way, but I don't care if he does, because, like, he can't afford Spotify. Um, that's true. Which is a free <laughs> service, but... I love that. That's that's funny. Oh, hey, uh, can we open the curtain for a second? Absolutely. Connor, can you hand me that bag? It is so fucking cold in here. What? I'm freezing. The AC in this place is This is where my jacket is. I'm going to open this and put on my jacket. Now that bag is labeled Dakota. I know, I stole it. Enemy of the show, Dakota. (laughs) The first ever enemy of the show. (laughs) He's outside right now shooting bottle rockets at the house. (laughs) He's been on the show before, which means he is the first ever former friend of the show. (laughs) I'm revoking so, his friend of the show card. Now, we have not... We are... We're not at the record yet, but we are at the, like, 27-minute mark here. We Guys, we haven't even broached the topic at hand. You know, that's kind of funny that you bring that up, Tom, because uh, I am a man who loves me some early aughts indie wrestling. Uh-huh. Specifically from a certain promotion. Uh-huh. Okay. Uh, yeah. Located in the Kentuckiana area. Mm-hmm. Um, and it's just so apropos that we have spent the first, oh, about half hour of this show talking about absolutely nothing. Okay. <laughs> okay. <laughs> because the show that we're talking about today is an IWA Mid-South show from the year of our Lord to Null Void 4. That's right. Now, I'm actually really excited to do this because this is the first 
I think this is the first indie show. First we've indie ever, show, baby. And it's also the fir- obviously well, the first IWA show. We've no, no, it, it's well, the second uh, no, indie show. Well, no, because we got oh, we got ROH. Yeah, yeah, we did that first ROH show. Yeah. It's the first IWA show. Yep. Which is it's another promotion off the list. Mm-hmm. Yep. And I've talked about how much I love, for all the wrong reasons, watching 2017 IWA Mid South. Which there's an Autumn Armageddon in 2017. I can't believe you that piece of shit. That's yeah, why that, I knew yeah. that there was more than one. <laughs> There's Bacon, a lot, of, lot of the eggs, happening here. Sausage. Piece of shit. Am I talking to me? Oh, wow. Because uh, <laughs> you were looking in the mirror, too, so it was <laughs> almost taxi driver-esque. <laughs> Great move. That's the uh, reference. Are you talking to me? That? Yeah, but I said, am I talking to me? Who do you think you are? I am. Uh, it, God damn uh, it. Berna has said that multiple times on mm-hmm. shows, and I love it. He didn't know that he said it one time. In his match with Doc, he came to the back and I was like, nice use of the who do you think you are, I am. And he goes, wait, I actually said that? And I Amazing. went, yeah, like right into the hard cam. I'm actually what? really concerned. A great, a great <laughs> Bucky Collins quote was a show he comes out and he'd never been there before. And the crowd yells, who are you? And he just goes, who am I? Who am I? I'm going to show you who am I. (laughs) (laughs) That's Uh, great. So we're talking about IWA Mid-South 2004 Autumn Armageddon, which (laughs) I have to specify. Yes. Because I didn't know there was a 2017 one. That's why I asked Yeah, I didn't know that either. But, I mean, it was easy to find, Yeah, you you know, whatever. But I I watched the the 2017 Autumn Armageddon when I was in my phase of watching bad wrestling just for the sake of being angry. right. That was one of the ones that I watched sure. because 2017 is the sweet spot for what the fuck are you doing? That's not how you wrestle <laughs> IWA. That's what I call that era. Well, wow. There, okay, there's a lot of sweet spots then by that <laughs> yeah. definition. Yeah. So, like, that's my sweet spot. There, what, what, like, what? Okay, that, we, let's talk about, IWA. Yeah, as I said, we we've talked a lot of shit about IWA specifically on this show. I would like to make a defense for them in a bit. I. I, I will hear you out, sir, but I'm, I'm going to say this. These are a few things that I want to get off the ground before we get into this specific show. Mid-South does give some people platforms and opportunities that they would not get elsewhere. Mm-hmm. And they have done so for a long time. And on a personal note, I've worked for Mid-South. I've worked for Ian. I'm one of maybe ten or fewer people on Earth who can say the following statement factually. Ian Rotten does not owe me a dime. Mm. And I was always given great opportunities there. So for myself personally, I cannot bitch. So whenever I bitch, it's not for me. Fair, <laughs> fair. But one of the things that I also want to point out, and we'll, we can get into this more when we get into this actual show, there was a time where there was like a natural food chain of professional wrestling, specifically in the Midwest, where it'd be like, Guys would do their their local regional independence. If they start to get over there and you know whatever, and they do the right stuff, they get on at Mid South. Okay, well then if they become like a, a quote star at Mid South, okay, well then Ring of Honor starts calling, mm-hmm. and then from there, okay. oh fuck, maybe you get some opportunities in TNA. Yeah, and then from there, hey, maybe you fucking get to the big leagues and you go to the WWF or WWE. I'm sorry. That's gone now. <laughs> and yeah. honestly, and this is not me just doing the whole like, old man yells at clouds thing. I kind of hate that that's gone. Uh-huh. And I don't think it I, I, I don't think it should be the same companies. 
but the fact that there is no natural progression now. Yeah, it, it is it is like unbelievably free flowing, and it's kind of yeah. Because now you can you can a... go from absolutely nowhere to NXT. Yeah, yeah. You throw a drop kick, you never know who's looking. <laughs> you don't know who you're gonna hit. Who's gonna like it? Your career takes off. Mm-hmm. I know that's a joke, but it's it's so kind accurate. Of, yeah. yeah. I mean, a lot of uh, there's high risk, but there's also low risk. What about the bottom rope? I mean, friend of the show, RJ City. Is he? I don't know. I don't think he knows who either any of us are. I I would would be willing to bet a large sum of money he has no concept of this show. Um, Fair enough. But yeah, man, so I I don't know. Like, you guys recently did a Anna Fight Underground Mm -hmm. show with us, and I Mm -hmm. remember on the way back being like, that's as close to Mid-South without it being Mid-South as I've ever seen. And I think there was a lot of jaws hitting the floor on that. But that, like, that. I, that honestly... Because I've always been told you got to do one Mid-South show. Mm-hmm. When I heard that, I was like, oh, okay. I get it. Because <laughs> I, I, Anna Fight was a lot of fun. Mm-hmm. Yeah. So I'm like, alright, cool. The thing and was, hopefully they imagine bring like, us back. Yeah, exactly. <laughs> yeah, book us again! Anyway, <laughs> uh, the thing with Mid-South, though, is I will say it's a lot like that, but actually, as fucked as it may sound, less death matches, typically at Mid-South, huh. especially, huh. you know, yeah. Cool. But, like... So, less syringes? Yeah. <sighs> Connor just got triggered. <laughs> but, like, <sighs> I don't know, man. Like, it's it's a thing where it's like... I'll, and also, you know what? I'm going to say this about Ian Rotten, and this is... My, my completely honest opinion of the man. As a creative guy and a wrestling, like, teacher, coach, even trainer, like, I do shit in training with you guys that I learned from Ian Rotten. One of the mm. most informative seminars I ever did in my life was with Ian Rotten, which is going to sound insane to hear to a lot of people. On that level, or whatever, in that field, sure. Mm. I, I, I think Ian's got a good eye for talent. I think he knows how to, like, give... The right people opportunities, and he's willing to do that. Like mm-hmm. Ian, Ian will book people that are not good against people that are great, just to see what happens. And a <laughs> lot of people aren't willing to do that. Ian is a businessman. Therein lies the rub. Mm-hmm. Like, y- you know, every, everything I just said about the guy to prop him up. I'm not trying to be a dick, but like, it, you know what I mean. Like, you, you, a, a casual fan who knows anything about wrestling will look at some of those shows that he's run and be like there's no possible way you even came close to breaking even on this mm-hmm. <laughs> yeah. and and that's the to me that's the thing like if if Ian was even half the businessman and the promoter as he is the creative and the booker and everything else Mid-South would be a lot more solid and strong than it even is now but that's it you know like even even the show that we're about to do today, they're still work. Excuse me, they're working with the NWA. They're yeah. they're considered an NWA affiliate at this point in time. Which, yeah, sure, it's 04. It doesn't quite mean that much, but it's something, and it does help them. Yeah. Like they're able to book certain talent, which are on yep. this show because it's an NWA affiliate. Yep, and they're able to foot certain bills and everything else. So I don't know, man. Like to me, that's that's just it. I think that. Uh, what's the, what's the phrase? Those who um, those who can do, no, no. no uh, those who can't do teach. Yeah, 
That was the end of the phrase. <laughs> those who can do. Those Is who it? can do. Those who can't teach. Oh, I'm sorry. I, I didn't know that was a... F- okay. Yeah. To me, that was always... That's kind of how I always view Ian. As like a coach and a trainer and everything. Great. Mm-hmm. Anything that involves finances. Oof. Yeesh. Woof. So, Connor, your defense of IWA. <coughs> you know, your defense honestly, of IWA. Tell me, you did a pretty good job defending IWA for me. Because uh, all my points were just... So basically, what he, he stole my flyer and your defense. Mm-hmm. You goddamn thief. What's the, what's the fucking weasel on Dora? Oh, Swiper. Oh, Swiper, yeah. no swiping. God da- How the fuck? Where the hell? <laughs> How the piss did you know that? I, I, I don't know, honestly. I don't think, I've never seen that show. I just know there's a fucking weasel wearing a mask that's like Steven's shit all the time. God. God. Is it a weasel? I think it's a fox. I don't know. Anywho. Oh, it is a fox. Yeah. It is a fox. Anyway, go ahead. Looks like a weasel. Uh, no, just like... It, it is, you know, for longtime listeners of the show, for dedicated mm. fans, they know that my favorite wrestling event of all time is the Ted Petty Invitational Ought Four. Um, <laughs> because of the talent just assembled there and what they went on to do, and also it's the quality loaded. of matches is just insane. Yeah. Yeah. There is so much stuff on that show that as an indie wrestler, you can just go, oh, I'm nabbing that. Right. It, like, you could just take one match and pull, like... So many spots from that you could use forever. That and even some, even some of the smaller names in that tournament still had great runs. Yeah, dude, like it, watching TPI 04 made me a big fan of Jimmy Rave. Oh, Jimmy Rave was great. Like, so so yeah, great. Jimmy so Rave was great. awesome. Um, but yeah, I think that just it it recently has gotten a very bad name just because I think it's struggling to be able to that big talent and put together big shows like that. Right. Um, but yeah, I fucking love Mid-South from this era. It's, it, it's just, also, it, it's also just like, it's a thing where the, the industry has changed so much since then because like, there was a time where it's like, like, honestly, as far as just talent goes, the show that we're gonna get into has a, a, a unbelievable fucking lineup. Yeah. And there was a, so many of those Mid-South shows that had equal, maybe even greater mm-hmm. than, you know, rosters with nobody in attendance and at the time that was that. Yeah. And now that doesn't fly anymore. Mm-hmm. You know, like people don't for lack of a better term have the tolerance for that. You know what yeah. I mean? Like you can't book guys and say, I'll get you next time or I'm giving you exposure. Like back then, being on D V D was a big fucking deal. And now any person in this room can start a YouTube channel. We can all fucking film our shit and put it online for free and get equal or number of views than guys that were buying yeah. Smartmark DVDs in 2004. Mm-hmm. You know, like, there were still, like, we were just talking about this earlier. Uh, Meg just let you borrow that VHS copy. Of, like, of what? Borrow. A VHS copy of what? The Ted Petty Invitational 2004. We're oh my god. A little bit yeah. later. You better not. Can we get to the show then? Yes. Yeah. Okay. Yeah. I think it is time. Now we're actually starting to talk about the show itself, yes. and we are forty minutes yeah, in. Yeah, yeah. We're at just under that forty-minute mark. Well, guys, I promised you a show that was under three hours, and uh, you, you fucking lie. Yeah, sure did. Uh, I was so fucking pissed. Well, I, I was, was about an hour in, and I was like, checked the time, and I saw three hours and three minutes. I was so fucking hot, dude. There was one that I was gonna pick. 
uh, that was two hours and 40 minutes or something like that. But it wasn't going to be as fun when I looked at the card as this. This is insane. Yeah. <laughs> this is 12 matches. Yeah. Dude. 12 pissing matches. Well, Which is pretty light by Mid-South standards, yeah. quite frankly. Um, Dude. And also, this is a Thursday show, I just found out. And Meg is in attendance at this. Yeah. With her mom. And her mom. Um, yeah, so we are... our interns, Meg. We're live from... Well, not live, but... You know, <laughs> we're live to tape uh, from somewhere in Clarksville, Indiana? Not even, my but good no. man. We're, my but good This man. is Evansville, Indiana. Uh, now, I have a note here that just says the Evansville curse. Uh, there's a lot of curses you're talking about today. Yeah. Tom believes in witchcraft. Yeah. Like I'm, on I'm, the flyer. I'm, uh, I'm Wiccan. Uh, <laughs> oh, no! No, I also believe in astrology, because, like, I don't want to take responsibility for my own behaviors. It's because of the stars. Even though, scientifically speaking, a fat nurse near where I'm born has a greater gravitational pull on me than the stars do, so, like... Oh! <laughs> Woo! But you know what? I mean, I can't just sit here and say I'm an asshole. It's because I'm a Leo. Hey, I'm a Leo. I'm not an asshole. Well, well, look at you defying the fucking sky. Yeah. Like, I defy the sky. <laughs> Disguise, if you will. Um, when I first no. met my uh, one of my ex-girlfriends, uh, I just bullshitted her and said I was an Aquarius. <laughs> she was like, oh my god, that makes so much sense. And I was like, actually, I'm a Scorpio, so... Incredible. Yeah, it was I love funny. it. I one of my favorite it. jokes I've ever seen about that is, uh, what, what's your uh, uh, what's your sign? Uh, dragonfly. No, that's made up. They're all made up. Um, <laughs> so, now that we've alienated people... Yeah. Uh, now it's for the real fans to listen What in. was I talking about? The Ev- oh, um, Evansville. Evansville yeah. <laughs> okay, so Evansville is a town not that far from like the area where I grew up. It's like inside of an hour. And it's a pretty big city in Indiana that absolutely nobody fucking talks about. There is nothing of note there. It's like a big... It's like a shitty small town, but big. And... A big they, shitty small town. Honestly, yeah. It's like a shit city. And a there shitty. have been... A shitty, if you will. There have been so many wrestling companies that have run there, time after time again, for a multitude of years. I've worked for a lot of them. None of them ever draw. It is fucking cursed. Is Evansville like, a college town? Yes! Oh, from what I've heard is you can't run College Town. That may be accurate because Terre Haute, Indiana. Yeah. Again, another big city in Indiana. College Town. They don't draw. Yeah. I've I've worked for a number of places in Terre Haute. They don't fucking draw. I went to a WWE house show in Terre Haute. Walked up having not bought a ticket. Got second row for thirty dollars. Oh, oh my wow. god. Thirty dollars. I paid to sit in the second row and watch that house show. Damn. And you know how many rows were full? Maybe five. That, that was this was in like two thousand and actually around here, oh four, oh five. Yeesh. Yeah, man. Like I just want to point out that that was one of my better thirty dollars that I've ever said. It was pretty good. That was a good yeah. one. Yeah. yeah. But uh, also, yeah, Thursday. Yeah. So our opening contest on this Thursday, mm-hmm. October oh four. Uh, <laughs> Is Davey Andrews versus Ryan Boz yep. versus Nate Webb? Hashtag yep. not my Boz. And I just... Who the fuck is Davey Andrews? So he was one of the first ROH students. Mm-hmm. Uh, they reference it multiple times. On yeah. That he's a trainee under Punk. Yep. Punk was, I think, the head trainer or one of the head trainers for the ROH school. Yeah. Because they, they 
like ROH opened that school, and they had a shit ton of students, most of which are on this show. Yeah. And none of them were in it for any fucking good. And the longest tenured one would end up being Shane Hagedorn, who now has an office job for AEW, which blows my fucking mind. Davey Andrews was the overall best one from the first class. And that's what you get. Yeesh. Were they like... Was Ring of Honor just super high on fucking New Japan shit and made them all yeah. wear all black and like have nothing to them? Dude. Yeah. The amount of people wearing black bikers, black knee pads, yeah. black kick pads. Those, those were all ROH kids. I It took me like until most of the show to figure that out. Because I literally had a note like, why the fuck is everyone wearing all black? To answer your first question, yeah. yeah. They ran that dojo initially almost like a, a, a horse shit carbon copy of the New Japan one. That's, that's no... <laughs> Why did you also, moan and grab at the air? You could have said, "Can you hand me a beer?" Nobody had any money at this point. Like really? none of these, yeah, no, like none of these guys are fucking making bank, and most of these students are probably working part time jobs in yeah. Philly to you know, yeah, whatever. So, yeah. So, I'm really glad that Nate. <laughs> I'm really glad that Nate Webb has evolved his character in 17 years. Yeah, Nate Webb. Will always be over. Yeah. And I will always love Nate Webb. I will always not understand it. It That's the whole thing, is he's just a weird fucking dude. Understand it. Yeah. He's Nate Webb. Who else can say that? He is. I wish Nate Webb is actually good. He's so good. I like his in-ring. Yeah. But I, the character, I just don't understand. Honestly, is, he's a successful burner. Yeah. And you've never thought that, that sounds, and now you'll never get rid of it. That sounds really mean, but I know what you mean. I know what you're talking about. Uh, Nate Webb can do some shit, man. Moonsault Van Terminator. Yeah. Yeah. Like that arachnid kick always looks good. Yeah. Hey, can we? Can He's we, in Wrestling Society X. Can yeah. we put Steve Boz in this match instead of Ryan Boz? Ryan Boz looks like if CM Punk really liked drugs. <laughs> yeah. That's. Woo! Really a good, uh, a good... Like, folks, if you've never heard of Woo! Ryan Boz, which is all of you, picture this era CM Punk with the bleach blonde hair, uh, with shittier tattoos, and fat. <laughs> I, uh, was almost in a faction with Ryan Boz. Really? Uh, yeah. Well, like, yes, please. Hey, um, they, they were gonna put, it was gonna be, uh, <laughs> ah, fuck, it was gonna be me, Ryan Boz, one of the Phoenix Twins, Kevin Harvey, and Nikki Mayday. We are gonna be a group. I've heard of one of the people in that faction. Yeah, you. <laughs> All right. <laughs> uh, oh I hated God. this match. Yeah, it was. Yeah, this match was. Uh, um, but I do love Dave Prezak so goddamn. Yeah, much. I agree. The structure of this match is ass. Yeah, Boz just sits out, does the it. heel bit, and then. But the fuck and it's a, it was bad. You're trying to make sense. If you're listening yeah. to this and you're a wrestler and you're having a triple threat and you do the thing where it's like, no, no, you two fight, I'll bounce out of here. You're being lazy. Mm-hmm. You're you're just be like. And here's the thing: I've done that at, at earlier points in my run. Never again. Yeah. And ne- don't get the fuck out of here. One of my notes just is in all caps: another lockup. Yeah. What my notes just says: this is horrid. Yeah. Every everyone in this match looks stupid. Yeah, Nate Webb like does a cool thing, and then you can tell that like 
Nate Webb is having this match around them. Yeah, they, yeah, yeah, yeah. Honestly, yeah. like you can tell that he went from like, oh, I wrestled Mike Quackenbush last month, and had a fucking stellar showing sure. of just doing all this crazy shit. Right. And now I'm wrestling Ryan Boz and Davey Andrews in the open. Right. Like, and you know what would be better is honestly Nate Webb versus either of these guys in a singles. Yeah. Yeah. And the other one is either not on the show or they do something else. Yeah. I have a note here. I don't remember. Like, as I'm watching this, I'm, I'm just I'm getting more mad at everyone involved except for Nate Webb because he did some real good shit. Yeah. But um. I have a note. I don't know exactly what set it off, but I just came to the conclusion that I hate Davey Andrews. <laughs> I fucking hate him. The fucking finish to this? I don't even remember what it was. The least convincing Blue Thunder Bomb I've ever seen in my entire life. And Davey Andrews remember. goes over. It was a yellow Thunder Bomb. Literally. Like, it was... Oh. It was a brown Thunder Bomb. It was, <laughs> it was a yellow... Brown rumble. Thunder... What I do in the bathroom, folks. Folks, getting late early. Uh, anyway, although we do move to something a bit more entertaining uh, with mm-hmm. Nigel versus Chad Collier, which on paper this is something. Uh, yes, it, it, I lo- I just wrote. I didn't know this match came next until the Smart Mark video thing came up. Yeah, I was just like, fuck yeah, Nigel. Because uh, I love me some Nigel McGuinness. Same. Um, I they, hate that shirt same. though. You know, I was on a show with him, like, early really? on. Yeah, like, right before he won the ROH title. Oh, wow. Yeah. I was injured at the time, so, like, I couldn't mm-hmm. do anything. Uh, great guy. Yeah. Like, took him out to dinner and stuff like that. Like, just, you know, being cordial. Yeah. Learned a lot. Yeah. Told some really fucking great stories. He did a seminar and then did the show. Awesome. He seems like a great dude. Yeah. And he seems like complain. he was having fun. Yeah. Like, that's what I... what. I think I love about this era of IWA is like all the dudes on the show just having fun. Yeah, yeah, and that's fair. It, it like especially when they get to the point where they're like, "There's 18 people here." Yeah, it, you know, like like and all the wrestlers on commentary and shit. Mm-hmm. I love that. It's distracting as all hell, but I want to. Oh do that. yeah, I mean, it's just. I mean, if we were to do the exact same thing, mm-hmm. we would look back on the show. Unbelievably fondly as yeah. just one of the most fun experiences yeah. ever. Like so this I, area I, of Mid South, like to back up what he's saying though, like when they did then have those shows where it's like, "Fuck guys, we we got three four hundred people here." That kind of went out the window. Yeah. yeah, you know what I mean. Like everybody fucking tightened their shit up yep. and they they went out there and delivered. Yeah, you know, or or to the best of their abilities, you know, they tried. Mm-hmm. Even then on commentary, you know, it was yeah. a totally different thing. But yeah, man, when they show up to fucking bumfuck Evansville on a Thursday night and they're like. Yeah. Yikes! You know what I mean? It's like, like, how seriously can you take it? Like, yeah, yeah. To set the scene for you folks, like I've been to junior high bowling tournaments that are louder than this crowd, like, dude. Oh, yeah. I literally have a note for the for the last match that was the crowd is so quiet I mm-hmm. forgot they were there. Yeah. yeah. Uh, but <laughs> Chad Collier, guys, when he makes his entrance, it's two uh, bodies hit the floor. Yeah, it, it's, it's drowning pool, guys. Can Holy you, fuck! Can you tell this is 04? <laughs> Dude, I my only connection to Chad Collier is I once dated a girl from Liberty, Indiana, which is where Chad Collier is from. And because I'm a fucking nerd, once I found out, she's like, yeah, I'm from Liberty, Indiana. I was like, huh, man, there's a wrestler from there. She's like, what? Who? And I go, Chad Collier. She goes, yeah, I know who that is. And I'm like, but she didn't know that he was a wrestler, which is both 
indicative of small town life yeah. in a scathing indictment on the success of, of Chad Collier. <laughs> or lack thereof. Yeah, Chad Collier looks like if Derek St. Holmes sucked. Woo! <laughs> <laughs> He's a Woo! bum of a man. God. Oh! Uh, the commentary and, calls IWA fans creepy. I'm about to pace. Yeah. Uh... uh I, I, I firmly believe that all wrestlers are like a distillation of certain aspects of their trainers. Sure. You know, like... Like, are you saying that I'm a shitty version of Christian Rose? Because that's a little generous No, for like, me. you're a distillation of, like, Tom's love for grapple yes. fuckery. Yes, okay, I get you. I'm more of the, like, you know, I like to talk. I'm better on sure. a mic than I am in a ring and whatever. Uh, Chad Collier is a distillation of how boring Dean Malenko could be. <laughs> okay. Alright. Yeah. Yeah. That was a little I'm bit of a you. long walk. I think I'm with you now. Like, you. Yeah, yeah. That was good. like Dean Malenko, a guy that a lot of people do did consider boring. Yeah. Yeah. Yeah, okay. Because Dean Malenko could deliver. Oh, ab- I oh, love Dean Malenko. Yeah. Chad Collier was like, no, I'm gonna lean into that boring part. Whereas like uh <laughs> like Dean Malenko is Cheez Its. Mm-hmm. And Chad Collier is Cheese Nips. Thank you. Yeah. Oh my god. Oh yeah. All right. And if we want to make it gross, uh, Dean Malenko is spam and Chad (laughs) Collier is treat. T-R-E-E-T. That's a real product. It is the poor man's version of spam. Uh That sounds like the most depressing thing I've ever heard of. I, I cannot fathom. I would rather not eat. I've had sp- I tried spam once in my life just out of like curiosity like you know what I mean just yeah. <laughs> no no man no can you imagine a shittier version of that no I can't oh my god <laughs> fucking eel gums <laughs> you ever had a, a Vienna sausage I had or sausage bro I I Vienna sausages are fucking caviar compared to spam oh you ever fry up some spam though a little spam and eggs. No. Stop looking at me like that. Spam and eggs. We're getting a lot of De Niro today. <laughs> There's too much De Niro happening. Spam and eggs. <laughs> you bitch. <laughs> you're you're almost doing Jack Nicholson. <laughs> oh, spam That's... and no eggs makes Jack a dull boy. <laughs> Kopi Luwak. It's my favorite line from Bucket List, the movie. I... Oh, wow. <laughs> Where he just... We watched that in health class for some reason. What are you talking about? We, we watched Bucket List. In health class? Yeah. I'm like, what does this have to do? I don't, it doesn't matter. I, I just get to watch a movie and then not do anything. It's good. I wasn't going to complain. Uh, I did once con, I think it was my senior year. I don't remember what class it was, but it was, yeah, yeah you, like, it's senior year. We're in the last, like, two months of school. It, whatever. Uh, anyone bring in a movie? They brought in Lake Placid. Oh, God. Yeah. Oh no! And I just remember like some of the girls in my class when that croc kills the bear. They were like, "Oh no!" And I was like, "What's your problem?" So, on a slightly related note, um, in eighth grade, I once conned my uh, very old science teacher into watching season one, episode one of Jimmy Neutron, saying that it was all about science, which there's some science stuff in there, but it's mostly a fucking cartoon. cartoon. Yeah. Exactly. So, it's like, 
not really related, but it was just funny to just be like, yeah, it's about science. Don't worry about it. There's, there's science in that in the sense that there's nature in Bugs Bunny. <laughs> uh, correct. Okay. What anyway, I think there's anyway, the show. The finish of this match is so just stupid. They never get out of the chain it. wrestling. Yeah. Which I was State. digging that. It was okay. And because at least stopped. it was something kind of yeah. cool. There but then it just kind of stops. Yeah. Because a very young Roderick Strong Youth. comes and just forearms Chad Collier. Looking and, a little budgy. Yeah. And commentary just is all over Roddy this entire mm-hmm. night. Actually, the entirety of, like, 2004, they were just on Roderick Strong's ass. Yeah. Uh, so, yeah, so yeah. Roderick Strong comes out, does, they do, like, a little, the ref's distracted, hits Collier with a thing, Nigel wins, and then it becomes a tag match, because yep. Ace, Ace Steel, Sexy Ace Steel, yeah. Ace Steel comes out, and then they start doing this tag match, and my note is, WWE must have seen this and used it as the template for every single Raw now. Yeah. My note here just says, why not just do this as a tag? You know, that's also a thing. Like, for what re Because when the tag starts, yeah. Nigel and Collier go right back to right chaining. Right back to wrestling. Yeah. What the fuck? Like, and also, then- Chad, you just lost. Yeah. <laughs> he's, he's a superior athlete. He's huge and fast. He's awesome. He's that's awesome. awesome. But, like... I don't know. Also, my note on the tag just says, not good. Fucked finish. Yeah. Um, I have a couple notes that I think are worth stating. One of them, black and red gear, guys. To be fair, Ace Steel was black and pink. Okay. Whatever. Uh, but yeah, no, the, the, yeah, fuck, God. It was just, I liked some parts of it, like, Collier could fucking move. When he got that shine going, I was like, oh, that's sweet. Uh, and Roddy was fucking explosive always. back then. Always. God, well, always, yeah, yeah but fuck. Uh, but yeah. so I, I have one note. The other, the only other note worth stating on this show or on this match, sorry, not on the whole show. Three words, all followed by a period. Still, crowd, silent. Yeah. <laughs> uh, yeah. So up next, though. That doesn't change for this next match. We've got Alex Shelley versus Punk, and my first note says, this should be stellar. Uh-huh. Spoiler, it ain't. No. Uh, and, it, and it's so disappointing. Yeah. Because I literally, my note is, Alex Shelley versus CM Punk, yes, please. Yeah. Like, my notes on this just says, one, great entrances. Like, yeah. Punk coming out to Miseria Cantare is a great fucking entrance, especially on the indies. Yeah. But then this match happens, and my last note just says, this is somehow really fucking lame. Yeah. The, it, like, and it's so, I want to okay. know what Punk's deal was right here. Because he was on one just all night. Yeah. Yeah. Like, uh, a weird... Between thing. this and commentary... Yeah. And the bit the at the end, out. Yeah. like... There is one thing in this match that did make me outwardly laugh. Hmm. When Shelly goes for the fucking British wrestling thing and Punk just drops his leg and he yeah. goes, Oh, come on, I wanted to do British stuff. Yes. I have that oh, same it's note. just so funny. That is funny. It's and so that's funny like a to good me. example of like break the fourth wall, but it's still funny, so I don't care. You know what I mean? Like, yeah. yeah. But I've written here, like, they do all of this funny shit and nobody's saying shit, dude. No. No one said shit. I didn't do shit. I didn't do this. You know what would have been better than watching this match? 
Coffin Flop on Corn Cob TV. Corn Cob TV tries to say that Coffin Flop isn't a real show. It's just hours of dead naked bodies falling out of coffins. Falling out just of shit, shit wood. Hitting pavement. <laughs> it's not my fault their naked blue butts are rolling down hills and CM Punk and Alex Shelley aren't over. Oh, God. Uh... So, are we ready Call Corncob TV and tell them, I don't care about this. There's worse shit on the local news. I'll kill you. Can I Can I read my entire notes for the next match? I, by the way, th- that last couple, that last minute, if you haven't seen season two of I Think You Should Leave, Dude. is going to sound like absolute garbage. But God do damn. yourselves a fucking favor. We Whatever promoted plans it. We have promoted it. We'll promote it again right Let's now. Let's do it, Whatever yeah. Whatever plans you have coming up, fucking cancel them. Put aside two and a half hours, if watch that. both seasons of that oh, show. Yeah. 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 Watch both seasons of that show and improve the quality of your life. And then fire up Corncob TV and watch Coffin Flop. <laughs> It's Every not episode. our fault that one in five bodies is naked. Anyway. They're trying to say it's not a real show. Uh, but also, something I noticed here is there's no music when people win. And that yeah, bothers that me. Really, I noted that, too. I, I was like, that. what is going on? No, no it's dude, just, it's completely silent. Shelly loses, and then the like crowd kind of claps for him, and he goes, why are you cheering? I lost. Amazing. <laughs> and it's so Amazing. loud. That's funny. But Alex Shelley is fucking incredible, and might be one of my favorite wrestlers of all time just based on how much of a weird asshole he is on uh, the show. I think we've talked about him on the show. A lot of people don't understand how much they're actually backhandedly stealing yeah. from him. Dude, Shelly's amazing. Um, I've started handedly stealing from him. Yeah. By all means. Is that how that Front-handedly? works? Front-handedly? Front-handedly. Ab- aggressively stealing. Yeah. Yeah. Uh, unrelated, but do you know why they call him Baby Bear in this? Is that uh, some weird inside joke? It, no, no, it was uh, his. So he had started working for TNA, uh-huh. but they were just using him as a dude. Mm-hmm. So like his gimmick was Baby Bear, Alex Shelley, and he was with a chick named Goldilocks. And the bit was that like I don't know how I feel about she, that. He was his like, he was her like boy toy type thing. Yeah. And then Abyss was their muscle, so it was like Goldilocks, Baby Bear, and Abyss. <laughs> Which is... Abyss should be Papa Bear. TNA really was just tna and from the fucking get-go. Uh-huh. Yeah. That thing was thinging. Yeah. Yeah. <laughs> um, also, Rudy Charles, TNA ref, yep. for most of this show. Yep. Mm-hmm. Um, yeah. So, uh... This next match, guys. Can I, I'm gonna read the entirety of my notes. Yep. Go for it. Mischief versus Mercedes Martinez. What is happening? Mm-hmm. And then I stopped writing. I did not write a single thing for the rest of this fucking match. Um, uh, I retired mischief. You what? I'm pretty sure, I know for certain from AAW, but I'm pretty sure mischief's last wrestling appearance was against me. Mm. I'm sorry, what? Yeah. You just blew my mind. You wrestled her, or? I attacked her after a match. Uh, gave her the big boot. Gave her the boot. That was it. Big iron? Just gone. The big iron. Now... No one gets up from it. Now, here's the funny thing. At the time, I didn't want to fucking do the boot as a finish. Uh, I was told, yeah, you attack mischief, uh, lay her out with something, and then she's gone for a bit. Now, that bit, at least... I'm not positive, but I think that was 
I think after that she was out. Wow. I know for certain from at least AAW. If she did something past that, then I, I'm honestly unaware of it. But I wanted to hit the ride the lightning on her. Mm-hmm. She goes, my knees are so shot, I don't know if I can take that move. Which I was like, I'm, I'm not like making fun or trolling or anything like that. But I'm like, to me, I was like, you're, that it, you're, it's that bad. Like, oh my god. I don't care how tall I am. Like, you're, yeah. you're coming down easy on your own feet. And she was like, yeah, I don't want to take it. What about if I just lay out with a big boot? Yeah, that works. So we did Little that. Little did you know. Little did I know. But, like, did that, and she never appeared again for AAW. And, again, unless something was just never brought to my attention, which is very possible, that was it. Jesus. What a bizarre thing. Dude. We've uh, already spent longer on this match than I thought we were going to. <laughs> it ain't I, great. It, Mercedes Martinez is It's good. been wrestling forever. Yeah. Yeah. She's great now. Yeah. Yeah. Um, like, there was a time period where she wasn't good, and then she got good. Yeah. She I had like, the trajectory. Yeah. Really did. Yeah. Legit. I, I want to bring like that back. I like the, uh, the uh, six-woman elimination match from last month. Uh, the 04 tip I had its head on one. Anyway. God... But okay, so a, real quick, because I did actually want to bring this up. So this show takes place after the TPI. Yes. So okay. this match happens because on night two of TPI 04, Mischief pins Mercedes Martinez in okay. like a tag match. Okay. okay. And so that sets this up. And actually, I don't hate all of Mischief. She had a really cool finish called the Desecrator. Yeah. It was like, like a leg weird... trap DDT. Yeah. Yeah. It was sweet. Um, I like the mist. I don't. Really? Nope. Now, do you like? Do you not like the mist from mischief, or do you not like the mist in general from mischief? Particularly the way that this match ended, because the finish is just yeah, fuck it, mist. It seemed You're right. like You're it, right. it wasn't like she was losing badly or anything. Like it did come uh, a little bit. It was yeah, just like a, that's fair. I, and I maybe if I understood more of the mischief character, where it was just like she just kind of does that, right? But it, to me, it was like if you're a heel, even if you're like a weird, crazy heel or whatever, it would only make sense to get yourself disqualified if you're getting your ass kicked. Correct. Yeah, yeah. That That's fair. Because yeah. that was a world title shot that she threw I away. Think, yeah. That was uh, the psychology behind why Casey was supposed to cheat against Stumpy in that yes, infamous yes, yes, yes. Match. Yeah, exactly. Um, uh, that's not what happened. Are you, are you a fan of the mist like, outside of this, though? When done right, yeah. Like, for me, like, the, once, have you ever looked up the, the meaning of the colors? Uh-huh. Uh, you've explained it to me before, yeah. but I don't. To me, like, Muda had that, like, next tier shit. I always loved Tajiri doing it. Yep. Uh, me too, I me also, too. the, the couple of matches that Tajiri had against Muda, goddamn, they do some really creative yeah. shit with the mist. And it's, it's just fucking great. Also, I hated this mist because you could literally see the fucking... Gimmick fly out of her mouth. Yeah, I did. Yeah. I noted that too. The condom yeah. full of food coloring. Was. <laughs> um, but yeah, also I noted here that most of these finishes have been fuck finishes. Yeah, Damn right. Even commentaries like, "How are we supposed to be in an affiliation with NWA if we keep having all these yeah no finishes or whatever?" Yeah, the fuck. like a bunch. Like you can tell. Originally, I thought this was like the last show of a loop. And I was like, oh, that makes sense. They're doing all fuck finishes because no right. one cares anymore. But this is the first night. Um, But yeah, no, I just... God 
damn, I, I, di I don't like all these fuck finishes. I, and I never really gave a shit about clean finishes until I started wrestling. And I'm like, it's That's, not yeah. hard. It's not. It's like, like, we had this conversation, uh, we watched, um, I want to say it was like, I, I want to say it was Fall Brawl 95, and there was that, uh, uh, Johnny B. Bad versus... Yeah, Pillman. Pillman, yeah. We watched that, and our biggest complaint with the whole match, besides how many hours it took place in, <laughs> was the end was like, they both do a double crossbody, and then Johnny B. Bad kind of falls on top of Pillman, and that's it. Yeah. And we were like, just... Put the guy over with a move. Yeah. That's like when you have like a great movie and they blow the finish. Yeah. It, yeah. Yeah. Ugh. But coming up next, here we go, guys. I'm not going to let that skate by. Tom left the room. <laughs> oh. <laughs> you, you, didn't, you couldn't tell because we have a guest here to cover that up, but no. No. I don't need this from you. <laughs> <laughs> well, I need my Dr. Pepper and I don't have it. But it's the too doctor. late. Um, so, uh, I don't know what my next note just says, oh no, I don't know why. This is the thing that should not be. Wait, are we talking about the same thing, Delirious and Claudio yeah. against the wild cards? And? Oh, that's right, it's a triple threat team. Yeah, and sure then is. the green kids, yeah. Uh, duh, something Franco. A Anthony Franco and yeah. Evan Starsmore. Starsmore. So, evidently, Starsmore worked a lot more than I thought he did, because I was like, I remember this asshole being on some FIP shows or whatever, uh, looked up the uh, Anthony whatever. Still working. Ah, hmm. In much better shape now. Good. Like big as shit. But All right. Like this. Oh god. Oh, oh god. god. This is bad. Uh -huh. Oh god. It draw it. Yeah. Like I literally saw. I don't. Couldn't even fucking tell you which the one in the tights. And I was just like, it, it, he reminded me of a certain someone that we all know. And I, it just was very eerie to me. Oy. Um So, um, let me just say, I know you're a big fan of early aughts indie mm -hmm. wrestling, so I know you might not agree with me, but I'm going to say this right now. Awful time for gear across the board. Yeah. Yeah, sure across was. Across the oh. board, dude. Yeah, oh, God. I can't, can't argue any of that. The wild cards are out here in their fucking white trash bag oh, slacks. Dude. I hated it. Uh, I was like, these look like regular-ass dude. dudes. But that's the D magic Delirious is... Delirious's shit was okay. Yeah, I, I didn't mind because it was a thing. It was yeah, a thing. It's something, right? Yeah. It was a he thing. He figured out what he does. <laughs> Green kids are out here wearing fucking women's leggings and goddamned yep. children's taekwondo pads. And then I I I understand it was part of the gimmick or whatever, but like even then, Claudio Castagnoli, y'all know him as a sorrow, was in better shape than any person on this yeah. fucking card. And he's out here working like he's going to fucking church. Yeah, sure is. Love it. Like, the, the team of Double C and Delirious, I will never understand. <laughs> it's this, this weird. Was, this was thrown the fuck together. Like, you well, can't... They, they did it again. They did? Yeah, the next month they're teaming together in an eight-man. Uh, Delirious was a guy that like I kind of enjoyed, but I always felt like there was a shelf life on that character. Uh, That's fair. He he got a lot of mileage out of it for sure, and much more than I ever thought he would. Mm -hmm. But to me, I was just always kind of like, okay, well, like once I've seen it, I get it. Now yeah. what? Uh, he had an incredible ROH title match against Danielson. Mm -hmm. Had has one of my favorite openings of a match I've ever seen in my life. But uh, yeah, 
It, I mean, great. As I understand it, everything I've ever heard, underneath the mask, good dude, great performer, great mind for wrestling and everything. I was just kind of like, all right. I mean, very successful. Motherfucker toured Noah under yeah. that gimmick. Yeah. Yeah, fair enough. So, he got mileage. Yeah. Uh, mileage plus. Also, I just like me figuring out that all of these generic kids in just all black tights are just all students of punk. Uh-huh. And, Tom... Why aren't you getting us booked like this? <laughs> oh, okay, so I'm going to need you to go buy some fucking jeggings. Uh, God damn, no, what? Okay. Also, um, I'm trying to get you booked <laughs> I better know. than this, you ass! I know, that's why it's funny. So You get your blood work done, by the way. Another... Oh, God, Tom. Yeah. I don't like needles. Both of you. Uh, yeah. Missouri. Anyway, so, uh, um, Eddie Kingston, by the way, uh, the most charismatic man in professional wrestling. Yep. Holy fuck, that man's got it. He's great. Trying to get that girl in the audience to kiss his ring on the entrance, yeah. and then oh. just, like, patting her on the head and walking away. Mm-hmm. He's so fucking funny. Yeah. That's that's one of the main reasons why I actually, even though it's just so clear that they don't care, mm-hmm. this Claudio and Kingston spot. What was that? I loved it. I don't know what it was. Oh, I don't remember But it was this. just so fucking Oh, were they just faking wrestling? Yeah. Where I was like... I, I was so confused because I'm like, is it, it's Claudio a heel and Kingston's a heel? And mm-hmm. the idea is that they're not going to fuck each other up, but like, Delirious is a, I didn't, I don't know. I was, I was both entertained and enraged. Yeah. I don't know. I don't know, but I loved it. The headlock, oh! Yeah, <laughs> like, yeah. It's like that time that me and Berna wrestled in that tournament. Yes. And I won with a headlock. Yes. Wow, that's what good. it reminded me of. So, I have another note. Um, conclusion I came to I hate stars more mm. Hate him mm. Which one was he? One throwing know. drop kicks to the gut Yes I have oh. written there are so many fucking drop kicks on this show None Most of them Well you bad. know say, the, yeah, reason, the vast majority of them are bad The reason that there's so many drop kicks You know A lot of wrestlers come up to me They say I don't know what to do I don't know how to do it I say in the time you talked to me You could have done three drop kicks Alright which is also funny because I just went on a tirade the other day of like you don't see many drop kicks in indie wrestling anymore no. because people figured out they're fucking bad at them. Yeah, and That's if why you're I don't bad do at drop kicks, don't fucking throw them at. And for me. that matter, if you're bad at anything, just don't do it. A Either little get it perfected or just don't do it. Figure out what you do. My last note on this just says these green kids are awful. Mm-hmm. <laughs> yeah. Yeah. They were bad. Uh. Now, guys. folks, coming up next, though. Guys. I was so happy you brought up AAW earlier. Friend of the show, Pocket Volcano, I gave her a small heads up and said, for the first time ever on this, we'll be reviewing a match featuring one Daniel Daniels. His mother is evil, naming him that. Now, <laughs> for those of you listening to the program that don't know me personally... I will give you a small, concise backstory. I have worked for Danny Daniels, and I have been fired by Danny Daniels twice! (laughs) That is all you need to know. This match, (laughs) featuring Chris Candido and Danny Daniels. Oh, man. Mm -hmm. One of the all-time greatest, most 
underrated professional wrestlers that has ever stepped foot into a ring. Also, Danny Daniels. <laughs> so, you know... Holy shit, man. Like, you know how, like, indie wrestlers have a, like, bad habit of picking entrance music that doesn't match their thing Danny Daniels all? doesn't deserve that song. No. What Mr. Deadman by Texas Underground for Danny fucking Daniels. If that you song a singlet, is so good. Yeah. If you are a singlet with stars on it, you don't deserve anything. Those assholes did that fucking Raw theme. Uh, yeah. Yeah. God Across the nation. Across the nation. Thank you. Yeah. They have this two song songs. is so good. Yeah. And then the most oatmeal motherfucker that it could possibly fucking be. If there was just... God damn it. What... Band-Aid is a brand name. I want to... Okay. Dan Daniels is the adhesive bandage of pro wrestling here. Oh my god. (laughs) I I can't... He's a parody. Wow. If you drew a wrestler... And you couldn't draw. Which is me, by the way. And I mean that physically, not not in the wrestling sense. Get the fuck out of here. My handwriting sucks. It would be this. It looks like fucking if Charlie Brown tried to be Macho Man. Get get out of my fucking America. So. <laughs> they paid Candido to do this. Yeah. And, sure and, did. And, and a small fraction of this match is over. And it's when they're doing hokey, we're going to pretend to yeah. do WWE shit. Uh, so. Um. I got about a minute into this match before I wrote down the following. It's not even like no one talked to each other. It's like everyone did talk, and they said, all right, how can we start all of our matches the exact same way? Yeah, okay. What did they start with in this? The same thing that every other match started with. <laughs> I bet there's a lockup, ain't there? Yeah. Yeah. And uh, the same three chain moves. Chris Candido is just absolutely unhinged in this run. Uh, sure. And I'm almost certain he's not acting. I think that Candido just... Ian brought him to Mid-South and was like, So, Chris, what do you want to do? And he's like, I don't know, I'll just go out there. And, Wouldn't surprise me. Yeah, like, because he's doing this weird quasi-flair thing, yeah. but also... Candido is a guy to me that, like, if he were either option one... Six inches taller than he was. Option two, born 12, maybe even 15 years after he was, but exactly the same, mm-hmm. would have been immensely successful. Yeah. And not, I, I'm not saying that he wasn't, but like you know what I mean? Like, More, yeah. Because mm-hmm. the dude had charisma. Uh-huh. Like the, he could fucking uh-huh. go in ring. Looked like a million bucks. Yeah. Dude, he he's is. shorter than every person in this fucking room and was in better shape than all of us combined. He, like, is... I, I remarked that he's just so surprisingly quick on his feet. Yeah. Fucking hey. So, and wide. Yeah. Like, especially... Like, I'm not trying to, like, be a dickhead and be like, oh, yeah, he's fucking short. The guy was fucking short, and he was thick as a house. Yeah. Big boy. Sure is. Did y'all see how Candido took that arm drag? No. He I have no memory of this. Took an arm drag yes. and spun the yeah. opposite yeah. way yep. in the air. I was like, like I don't Danny. even know how the fuck that happened. I think I remember that. I, I, just so remember I rewound it. Combobulation, yeah. Because I thought I lied to myself. 
There's a pedigree in this match. Yep. <laughs> uh, just fucking... What in the fuck was the whole Jim Fannin thing? Why is I don't Danny know. the guy... I don't, I don't know. Like, honestly, we should have recorded this hours earlier so that we could have Megan here to enlighten us on it, but then this would be a four-hour episode. Yeah. We're probably gonna be already. Honestly, Hogan, the Hogan... The Hogan should have been the finish. Yes. Nothing was going to top that. Dude, I bit on it. I did too. I straight up leaned forward and said, please be the finish. I w- this match would have been awesome if that was the finish. Honestly, yeah. I Every every other shit thing that I've said about this, I would have sc- scratched out of my notes and just been like, incredible. So, it, there's a sunset flip. I hate this. Yep. Sunset flip. Yep, Candido's Gets trunks his, get pulled yeah, down. Go so is pull that, my ass out. Yes. Yeah. Have I told you guys this story? Uh, you have. Who exactly oh, is boy. this? Our, our, have you not? No. Okay, okay, okay. <laughs> this is going to be great. So because he's now coming back, and spoiler, I'm probably going to work with him in the next coming months, uh, Davey Richards, mm. on a show one time, goes up to whoever he's in the ring with, it's a four-way thing. I'm not involved, but I'm overhearing this. And he goes, Hey, uh, when we do the thing, you know, blah, blah, blah. Yeah. Uh, sunset flip, go over. Pull my ass out. Okay. <laughs> yeah, and then we'll do, you know, this, that, and the other. But, like, don't forget. Sunset flip, go over. Pull my ass out. Yeah, man, I got it. <laughs> Please don't forget. Go over. Pull my ass out. Yeah! I get it. <laughs> there it was. <laughs> Just got his ass Go, out. Goes over. Pulls his ass out. There it is. <laughs> I I just love that Chris Candido, who is acting less than human in this match. <laughs> he's on it all. Woo! He committed so hard. Yeah, his ass is out for a whole minute and a half. Now I'm pacing. Less than human. <laughs> Woo! I got him. Uh, Eddie Kingston with the quote of the day. That's a beautiful ass. <laughs> He runs a full bump feed with his ass out. Oh, yeah. Oh, yeah. Yeah. And then goes up to the top, gets fucking flared. Yeah. Like, I'm just like, God bless Chris Candido. I, I watched for and was pleased to see the very subtle, I will hold on to the front of my trunks to make sure that my fucking rod doesn't yeah. come out. <laughs> Pull my ass out. <laughs> hey, just don't forget. Go over. Go over. Pull my, Pull my, my ass, ass out. out. Like, please don't forget. <laughs> hey, hold that door. Hold that door. Hold, hold that, that door. fucking door. Did you give? Pull my ass out. Pull my ass out into the gazpacho. You have to pull my ass out. If you use the site and you don't pull my ass out, it goes dark. <laughs> this will. This is sheer gibberish. To people who have not seen that fucking show. I'm my scared about how much I need my ass to be pulled out. <laughs> Every time my ass gets pulled out, I think I'm back in the pants. Which makes you. less sense than anything could make. Uh, <laughs> Guys, please watch I Think You Should Leave. Yeah. If for no other reason than so you can keep up with this. I mean, if you don't watch it, then I think you should leave. Oh, If you don't watch it... What are, what you, are you even, even doing? doing? And that's the show. Roll credits, folks. We still have what are we even doing here? We still have 13 more matches to go through. Oh my god. Um, Alright. But I do want to know, like... 
Uh, quick wrestling question, actually, just because I think this would be a good conversation. Double underhook, face buster. Always called the pedigree. What's another um, move like that? That's always called, like... Tombstone. Tombstone? But is the what? tombstone... No matter who does it, I've never heard it called anything but. Exactly. But Same. I feel like that's almost like... Because it's like tombstone pile driver. So it makes sense that, like... It's a version of a pile driver. But, like, to me, it's called Tombstone because the Undertaker is the guy who popularized and made it the thing. But, okay. I'd have to go back and watch old tapes because there were people who did it before him. Absolutely. That I want to know what they called it then. I, I would love to know that, too, but I've never heard that move called anything but a Tombstone. Hmm. Hmm. That's a good question. I'm, yeah. I that, no, that's a great slam. question. Well, no, because that's, I think that's just the name. Of, like, a body slam is just a body slam. That's fair. That's fair. That's fair. Like, yeah. That's fair. That's fair. Um, um Like, okay, so like I can, okay, in in going with your thing. Uh, um Brian Adams, I think it was, uh in Chronic. Yep. Pump handle slam for him was called the Meltdown. Okay. Which is a great name for a move because he's Adam Bomb, yeah. Of course. Right. So but nobody but I, I'm saying that, like, going with yeah. your thing, we do not call that move the meltdown. Yeah, exactly. We call that the pump handle slam. Yep. Correct, yeah. But we I know will you, always yeah. call the pedigree the pedigree. Yep. No matter who does it. Yep. That's so interesting. But to me, the tombstone is also always just going to be the tombstone. Yeah. That's fair. I can't uh, the think only of any other I, The only person I can think of that ever renamed the pedigree was actually Jimmy Rave. And he called it Greetings from Ghana. Awesome. Also, yep. Icarus. Oh, wait, what? Really? Mm -hmm. What do you call it? I couldn't tell you. Oh, all right. Icarus used to do the pedigree. Interesting. Icarus or one of the other... No, it was Icarus. Yeah. I know it was Icarus, because he also did the gimmick of uh, Worst in the World. Amazing. Yeah. Anywho, so, there's a little bit more of this match to talk about. There is... The second Rikishi driver of the show. Yeah. And it's the first kind of clean finish. Yeah. Uh, yeah, I don't remember this. Yeah, dude, that was the finish. Is it was like, I'm pretty sure Candido hits the blonde bombshell, or maybe just it's oh wait, a so power Candido, bomb out of the Candido corner. up with the Rikishi yes. driver? Yeah, yes, just catches Danny I and goes. I don't remember See this at all. All right, all right, cool. All right, blew um, my mind. But maybe then, that's why my last note of the match just says good. <laughs> <laughs> but then. Ian Rotten comes out. Yep. Mm -hmm. Okay, yeah, because then the right next roll. one just says, oh, great, Ian, aggressive play fighting. Yeah. So, this is, I, I was assuming this was supposed to be a pull apart. Yep. They yeah. ain't pulled apart. No. I have Ever. a theory. I have a theory. Okay. I don't, you, you'll have to refresh my history on this. Is this before or after the Tracy Smothers riot? Bro, I don't, I don't fucking know what you're talking about. So... There is a match in IWA Mid-South where it's like fucking beautiful Bobby Eaton versus somebody. Who cares? And Tracy Smothers comes in and just fucking, like, jumps Bobby Eaton. Okay. For no reason. It incites a riot. Like, Tracy gets hit with a baseball bat by a fan. I don't like, have a... You're, you're, you're shattering my fucking brain right now. I don't, it, I don't have a clue. Look it up. It's like a 15-minute video... That just like this has to be after that then, but I don't know because it's eerily similar, and it looks like it might have been in the old barn that they used to run in. Sure, but like okay, so technically speaking, Mid South started in like I think 
think 99? Yeah. Because it was after Ian was gone from ECW, and I know Mid-South started before ECW actually folded. Mm-hmm. But, like, that may have happened in those early fucking years then, but, like, I... I yeah, use your fancy fucking laptop. I'm a professional. 6.15.02 is the Tracy's Mother's Riot. So then this is after. So, what my thought on this is that Ian is trying to replicate that in this. Because Probably. it's eerily similar. Yeah. Okay, okay. Because I can see that. The whole Candido, like, coming back and just fucking piss-pounding yeah. him again. Yeah. Like, Tracy did exactly that. Piss-pounding. <laughs> Uh, then, okay. Moving on. No, first. Oh, God damn it. Ian grabs a microphone. Of course he does. How could he not? Cuts a promo. I'm going to just read one of these quotes before we move on. Right. You could understand what he was saying. You're going to bleed like that bitch whore you have at yeah. home. All right, moving on. I don't even really know how to... All right. What did you just say? <laughs> I don't know how to interpret that. It was Even flow, like butterflies. You know what? That's another one. You know, yeah, I, I, I shot pretty hard recently on ACDC. Okay. I'm gonna say this right now. Don't you do it? I don't give a fuck about Pearl Jam. The fucking god. You, you, you sit, you sit down. This is the maddest I've ever been. That's not true. <laughs> the, Pearl Jam has. I'm gonna aim high here. Three songs I like. What are they? <laughs> uh, Even Flow okay. is one of them. Oh. I'll give you Jeremy. Oh. And what's the... Uh, oh, where, oh, where could my baby be? What? I don't is know that if not that's, Pearl Jam? I don't think that's don't Pearl Jam. Know. It definitely isn't. All right, dude, listen to fucking ten, dude. All right, dude. So, like, what you gotta do, dude? Dude. Dude, listen to 10, the whole album. Uh, it'll change your fucking life. I will give you, though, recently bought a Stone Temple Pilots Core on vinyl. Now we're talking. That album, front to back, no skips. Fantastic fucking album. Okay, hang on. Yeah, the song is called Last Kiss by Pearl Jam. Okay. Well, you're just not listening to good Pearl Jam. Great. I, I think that I am. They got three songs. Oh. God damn it. Fuck. Last so Kiss, I, Jeremy, and Even Flow. You ever listen to Yellow Lead better? It's gorgeous. If For I the have, first I time in this it. podcast history, I left the room during recording. Really? Good for you, man. I just... No, I mean, that's the first time? I knew yeah. you left the room. I watched it happen. <laughs> <laughs> uh, yeah. That's the first time I've ever left the room. Because I'm a professional. I'll take Stone Temple Pilots over Pearl Jam. You know... Up until, like, the past uh, year or so, yeah, I would have been the exact opposite. But, dude, I love Stone Temple Pilots right they're now. They're great. Yeah. They're, they're fucking great. So, uh, there's a wrestling show. Yeah, yeah man. All right, so my next note just says, Hagedorn, fuck this show. <laughs> Matt Turner versus Shane Hagedorn. It's All right, awful. I'm going to I'm gonna read. Awful. I'm going to read my entirety of my notes for this, okay? Now, I'm going to throw out a trigger warning here. Some words were said. And I'm going to read them verbatim as a quote, okay? These are not my thoughts. Sure. From top to bottom, here are my notes. Matt Turner versus Shane Hagedorn. Did he just say, shut up, faggot? Match is now over. (laughs) He did. Mm -hmm. And I meant to talk about this. I'm glad that you threw it out there so bluntly. Yeah, man. And uh, do you know who it is that says those words? Yeah, I didn't know if we wanted to mention that, but yeah. He's not going to listen to this fucking You're shit. right. 
Throw, go ahead. Famed MMA fighter. <laughs> who is now, I think, technically 0-1-1 one one yep. due to a recent... You smoked pot, now you don't get anything conviction by the UFC. Uh-huh. Uh, Charles Montgomery Punk. Yep. It's a hard F. It's 04, it's a different time. Chevy Not okay Malibu then, Punk. but yep. it was yep. a thing Chevy that happened. Chevy Malibu Punk. And, spoiler, <laughs> does it again later in the <laughs> show. Oh, yeah. Not the first time. Uh, thank God he didn't uh, start throwing around our words when Roderick, Roderick Strong. Roddick? Roddick. Uh, Chronicles Riddick, of Roddick? Riddick yeah. Strong. Uh, I like that first Chronicles of Riddick movie. No, not the could first not one. I have said that quietly. I'm sorry. I, I, I let, I'm glad I said it quietly. I like the second one. Yeah. Chronicles of Riddick was awful. Pitch Black is great. But the one that's just called Riddick is also fun. Uh, even though it's just a rehash of Pitch Black. Uh, sure. So... God damn it! Has anyone seen movies? Anyway, go on, go on. I watched Riddick when I was a youth. I'm, I'm I need. I watch wrestling, uh, also, not movies. This, this match was awful. To bitch and moan about Shane Hagedorn and Matt Turner for a bit. Yeah. Fucking dude in singlet. I don't care enough to learn their names. Uh, it was playing this bullshit, cocky heel-ish character. Yeah. yeah. But it had the least charisma I've ever seen in my entire life, mm-hmm. and I have seen. A lot of very uncharismatic people. Been to I felt like you were gonna name we, someone specific, we, but you were like, we, "We've been to Wisconsin." Uh, oh, uh, can we? We can. I answered my own my uh, own question. Uh, but the you best mean. part of this match was Punk on commentary, and he yeah. even said like some unforgivable slurs. Yeah, it just I noted only one of them. You sure did, but uh, uh, but also, hey, it's a quote. I know that. Well, you're saying it like I'm the bad guy here. No. Sure did. Sure did say it. Unapologetically. That's not... (laughs) Alright. You implied. (laughs) But thinks the the lady does protest too much. Uh, What is happening is my next note. Um, (laughs) Dude, this match just fucking ends. And, like, you would think (laughs) they would do something to, I don't know, stand out a bit. But fuck. No. It just... Lame finish is my next note. I don't even remember what it was. I don't yeah. care to. No. Uh, coming up next, though. Super Dragon versus BJ Whitmer. Whitmer coming out to Velvet Revolver, an offshoot of Stone Temple Pilots. Da, 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 da. Huh? No. Before that is Abyss versus Samoa Joe. Okay, That's what I it was... is. That's what it is. That's what what is happening is, okay, it's I Abyss and Joe. that I was crazy yeah, for I was No, no, no. You guys are correct. It's the... These... The, I have two notes on this match, and I thought they were about the previous match because of the nothing burger that Joe versus <laughs> Abyss is. I've, I even wrote a preemptive, here we go, and then was sorely disappointed. So, there's a couple quotes from commentary on here. Oh, man. Oh, I have one, too. Go for it. I'm going to read. Do you want me to read both of them? Yeah. That I have? Okay, one of them, someone's describing Samoa Joe as having, quote, Brute, freaky, retard strength. Yeah. yeah. That was a favorite of Punk's in yeah, this it was. time. He, he just did about Roderick all he, the time. Like, like, at least a dozen times. So, later on, <laughs> someone... I don't even know who the fuck they're talking about. I didn't note it. Someone is describing what kind... They're describing a Native American, but they're saying Indian. And they said, 
not Hindu Indian, but like, and then they say a bunch of different fucking things, but the one that I noted was, like, the white man stole our country Indian. And I'm like, ooh, that one hurt. I mean, that was funny, though. Accurate. You know, okay. Uh, I once heard the phrase, okay, <laughs> hang on, I, I, I'm, I'm, I'm going to try to make this make sense. Okay. Spoiler, I don't agree with this. Get the fuck out of here. Uh, yeah, they're Indian. Yeah, like how? Feather or dot? Oh, no. And I was kind of like, even... This, this, by the way, what I'm describing to you, we're in 2021 now. This is 14 plus years ago. And even yeah. then, I was kind of like, eh. Yeah. It, you know, yeah. <laughs> you like, there's some yeah. people here that... This is just a small side tangent. There's people... That, like, just don't accept that times change, and they do, quickly. So while these things were slightly more okay back then, in hindsight, they were never okay. Right. And they should not have been said. But, but they were, and that's why I'm noting them. <laughs> sure, but that's what hindsight, it, like... Yeah, yeah. To me, that's what progress is. Is that, like, you could say, yeah, man, we used to do this, and we don't do that anymore. So it's not necessarily great or good now, but it's at least better, like... How many 80s and 90s movies and TV shows oh, dude. had just, nothing but rampant gay jokes where it's like yeah. the joke was, no, I'm not gay. Like The the entire opening to the era of honor begins. Absolutely. Yeah. And not even just, I, I, and like wrestling, for, absolutely. But like, go past that. Like I, I love Seinfeld. Uh, I yeah. think it's the greatest show of all time. There are at least eight episodes in that show's run that are based exclusively around homophobia. Yeah. And they coined the phrase, not that there's anything wrong with that. Exactly. That's and literally like, a thing. That's how that started. Now I will I also, in all fairness, is that funny? In my mind, yeah. It's still undeniably fucking yeah. funny. But that doesn't make it good. <laughs> yeah. <laughs> like, I am a fan of offensive humor. I said it. Same. I mean, Wait, not offensive for the sake of being offensive. It's got to be funny and clever still. To me, funny is funny. I think, well, to anyone, funny is funny. But, well, but sure, what but is like, funny to me, is to different. Me, to, I, I think that funny, in, for me personally at least, funny can trump offensive. Yeah, yeah. Like, if I'm offended so, by yeah. something and it's not funny, then, then fuck you. But if That's something why I is said, so like, funny that I, I can... Get past the That's why I put the caveat like it's gotta still it can't just be offensive for the sake of being offensive. That's not a joke anymore. No, then you're just even if you're not serious. That's that's just not it's not clever. It's not smart. That you're just being some shitty edge lord like yeah. Oh, yeah. lol, you said something to piss people off. That's exactly. Great. Give me a good. Joke. Anyway, I think there's wrestling. I I, I yeah. So, so okay, to does IWA do twenty counts? Yes. Yeah. Because at one point because they do the ten and then. In this, okay, but yeah, it's, it's, it's because at this point they're an NWA quote yep. affiliate that's doing the twenty count. Um, but also to return, did you not from, see anything about Velvet Revolver? Not yet. All right, to return from that exodus we went on. <laughs> yeah, that was a, quite a long tangent. Uh, another punk line on commentary that just shattered me yeah. was uh, talking about Joe chopping abyss, and he says with those big meaty digits, and then he also follows up with. Destroying small Asian women with those massive digits. I about Joe now, and I is just, that. I just gotta know. Is that a? 
Guys, I'm just going to say, are we talking about fingering that? Yeah, I'm pretty sure that's what he's implying, Tom. But why do they have to be Asian? Because I don't context? know. It's, I don't understand. I don't know. Gentlemen, I, I'm not going to lie right now. I'm turning the floor over to you for a moment or two. I have to go make urine come out of my dick. Why did you have to phrase it like that? Say that. I have to return some videotapes. <laughs> Thank you. Uh, Wait. Keep talking about the show. Huh? I'm not. I'm not going to return some videotapes. Uh, okay. Are we ready to move on? God. Yeah. I hope so. Um, because there's a fucking count out, and that's horseshit. That was so. That was so stupid. Yeah. It made. It made everyone look really stupid. It made yeah. Joe look stupid, especially. Because yeah. oh, yeah. at one point he was like up and he was about to go back to the ring when he heard nine and then he was like, oh wait, no, never mind, it's 20 yeah. count. Yeah. But then he got counted out anyway because the dude didn't know that there was 20 counts or whatever. Yeah. But it's just, ugh, not well. It's like, why would you want to, like, even if this is a fuck around show. Yeah. Why? Do a do a fucking leg drop. Win yeah. with Hogan's face. Who cares? I the Wait, just decisiveness. The only reason I can think of that this went to a fuck finish is because they're both in TNA. And like, sure, whatever. fine. But yeah. every other match has also done that. Yeah. So, I just, I want to know the reasoning. You know what, guys? There's only 40 people. That's generous. Yeah. You know what, guys? There's only 20 people out there who want to put on a great show, but just decide the finishes yourself. And then no one was like, no. No one was like, I want to lose. Yeah. No, I don't want to lose. Everyone well, was I like, I don't want to lose. Well, I don't either. What if we just. Hey, yeah. what if we, yeah, what if we yeah. just didn't fucking do it? Yeah. I uh, hate it. That's I our great so impersonation much. of the uh, IWA Mid-South 2004 locker room. Who was that specifically, or was it just in general? Just in general. I don't want to lose. <laughs> uh, but up next is a what fucking are you doing? match. Oh, god damn it. Put IWA locker room in the gazpacho. <laughs> oh, god. Make the IWA locker room come out of the shower. <laughs> Oh no! Uh, oh, uh, this has gone off the rails without Tom, and even with Tom. But any hoot. Uh, up next, BJ Whitmer versus Super Dragon because they came for stiff. Yep. Uh, I didn't know that this was happening. I didn't know that this ever happened. <laughs> Fucking hell! So the commentary started burying the match as it started. Yeah. They were like, "I don't really care for either of these men." I'm yeah. like, "What the fuck are you?" Yeah. Also, I want to know what Super Dragon's problem is. <laughs> Who hurt him? Was he just like, did he get picked on a lot in school? Because he's don't just... Know. I don't Good see how he could be God. picked on at all. I love... I, I'm sorry I'm coming in hot on this and late, but uh, I love Super Dragon. You know what? I forgot that we were recording for a second. Don't know how. <laughs> I don't know how. This show is... Immense. That's how you know. Well, it's how the far real. we're in? We're an hour and forty-two minutes in. Our other longest episode either featured Connor. Yeah. Well, uh, I like Not really. to hear the sound of my own voice. So. Second, because our longest one is the Tales of Casey with Dakota. Oh, really? Yeah. It was yeah. two hours and fifteen minutes. Oh my god. Yeah. Oh my god. So, um, but great also Pat Hingle impersonation there. <laughs> Uh, Super Dragon doing the curb stomp as just kind of a, yeah, I'm doing this here. Yeah, so weird. weird. And not to jump to the end here, but the finish of this match. So I don't even remember what it was. Fucking weird. 
I don't remember. What Super Dragon did. hits the fucking double stomp off the top yes. to fucking Whitmer's head. Yeah. And Whitmer mm-hmm. kicks out, and then he fucking gets him with a dragon suplex. Hmm. Yeah, yeah. That is what a, weird. Huh? It's, very, huh? it's a very uh, All Japan style finish. But yeah, I, I, I also, so a weird thing. And, uh, I, you know, I'm going to claim friend of the show, Eric Cannon. Okay. Yeah. So your whole thing about, like, Super Dragon hits the curb stomp, and it, you know, it's... Yeah. I'm sure it gets a reaction, but, you know, it, it nothing, right? I remember asking Cannon at one point why he didn't fucking win matches with that right hand. And his response was, I didn't even know what I had with that punch until people started talking about it. So I think that sometimes it's that with certain people where it's like, I bet Super Dragon was just doing the curb stomp. And yeah. it started to get a reaction, and then it wasn't until somebody was like, why the fuck is that not your thing? That's the coolest, most brutal, devastating thing that you do. Then he was like, oh, alright. You, you know what I mean? Like, yeah, sometimes I be. think that, like, you don't know what you have until somebody tells you, hey man, this is like the hottest thing that you got. You don't know what you got till it's gone. I think that's a song. It is. Okay. Anyway, so... I have a note that just says, here we go. Now, here is the here we go of here we goes. Because I know why you picked this show. This is the match. Brother, I got a fucking hot scoop on this. It's going to break your brain. I got to hear it. Go for it. All right, so we're talking about... We are talking about Austin Aries versus the anarchist Eric Cannon. And... Holy fuck. For the IWA Mid-South World Heavyweight Championship. Yeah. Currently, mm-hmm. at the time of the start of this match, held by one Eric Cannon. Mm-hmm. One very much all-in-one-piece Eric Cannon. I don't have very many notes on this until the thing happens, so I'll let you guys take it. I, like, so I remember a while ago Tom telling me that I need to watch more, like, 04 through 06 Austin Aries, mm-hmm. which is how I discovered this show. Because mm-hmm. I was like, oh, I know who Eric Cannon is. I yeah. know who Austin Aries is. Like, I want to see that match. So I watched this match. Fuck. Like, uh, this is a bad look for Aries. Weirdly. Yeah. Like, yeah. I don't like his look here, but it's no. not the worst he's ever had. Mm-hmm. Uh, but he's just such a little fucker. Yeah. <laughs> yeah. Oh, God. He's in some shape here. Well, yeah. one of my notes here says, let's talk Aries. Yeah. I love... Separating art from artist here. Literally a note. Separate song from artist. Yeah. Like, I like a lot of Aries' work. Yeah. Um, I love his, like, literally Prezak says, like, no wasted movement no. by Austin Aries. And that is very much, like, how I like my wrestling. Sure. It's like, I don't like a bunch of fucking unnecessary shit. Like, yeah. just do the thing. Um, and, like... Yeah, Ares has a ton of cool shit. Uh, and it's everything he does is crisp. Yeah. And it's explosive and impactful like huh, I impactful. We'll get to that. But I I believe as a fan and as a worker, I believe every fucking thing that Ares does in that ring between those bells. Yep. Having said that, this is now we get to that song yeah, singer thing, right? Wrestling is a very social business, and you're always going to hear things about 
people, you know, because we all talk, because we're all a bunch of big, gossipy fucking bitches. But sometimes you hear stuff about somebody and your own personal experience is different, and you're like, what? No. And then sometimes you hear things and you're like, oh, really? I have at no point ever heard a person say a good thing Mm -hmm. about Austin Aries. Yeah. (laughs) And it's the thing where I'm like... Have I ever met the guy? Nope. Have I worked with him? Obviously, nope. You know, whatever. But it's like... Fuck. You know what I mean? Like, if, if 8 out of 10 guys says, yeah, he's an asshole. Yeah. Oh, well, that's 2 out of 10 that say he's not. That's pretty good odds in, in yeah. favor of asshole. It is. If 90 out of 100 guys say he's an asshole, well, 10 say he's not. But when yeah. 500 out of 500 say he's an asshole... Yeah. Holy shit. Dude, it, like, yeah, just, yeah. And that's just not my take on it, but it's like, you look at the guy's run, he's been let go from every place ever yeah. for usually the same shit, and it's like, it, it's frustrating to me that that much talent and ability could be given to somebody yeah. that's that level of a fucking dick smack. Mm-hmm. Yeah. Like, what? Yeah. Yeah. Because, like, I literally noted, like, he's... Like, he's got no charisma to him at all. At this point especially. Yeah. He's, like, just there, but he's mean, so it's fine. But, like, you can tell that that's not a work. That he's just... it. Every day is his WrestleMania. Uh, Like, he... Okay, so, like, for me... I'm going to try to defend an asshole behavior of mine here, if this makes Mm -hmm. sense. If I'm going to make fun of somebody, I'm going to make fun about something that is in their control and it's their choice. Mm-hmm. Okay, yeah, yeah, yeah. I think that... And I think that little man syndrome is a very real thing. Yep. Austin Aries ain't big. And that's... Hey, man, who gives a shit, right? Like, you, you, yeah. you're super athletic. You're jacked as shit. You're so fucking talented. Mm-hmm. But I truly think that he has this, like, Napoleon syndrome. Bad. And takes it out on people. Yeah. And in, in both, like, verbal, physical, mental, whatever the fuck ways you can, it, it's fucked up to me. Where yeah. it's like, if I'm going to make fun of Austin Aries, I'm not going to make fun of the guy because he's short. Yeah. I could. It would be satisfying. <laughs> yeah. But. It'd feel great. I, yeah. Yeah, I'm not going to fucking do that because that's not something that's within his mm-hmm. ability to control. I'll make fun of him for being a fucking conspiracy theorist fucking dipshit who thinks that, like, you know, COVID's a hoax and everything else. Well, you're a fucking moron, Mm -hmm. Austin. Dan. Dan. You know, like, go the fuck away. Yeah. But, like, anyway, so this match, though, like, I don't know. And you can tell, too, that Aries is the kind of guy that doesn't like being hit. Yep. He likes hitting people, but he doesn't like being hit because anytime Cannon gives him that. Gives him one back. Oh, it's so many times. And it's fucking... Ares immediately just spazzes and just fucking, like, freaks the fuck out. Yep. And, like, if you're a wrestler, dude, you gotta... Like, if you're gonna hit someone hard, you gotta be able to take it right back. Can't agree more. Because, like, I've worked with people who are exactly like that. Yeah. Where they can hit really fucking hard, but they won't let you hit them back. Which is not the right... Like... No. I'll, I'll throw myself under the bus here. 
I can be snug. I can be stiff. If I get it back, that's fine. Mm-hmm. I, I will never fucking complain about getting hit hard if I'm hitting hard. Yeah. If I'm hitting light and I get hard, hit hard. <laughs> Sorry. <laughs> Don't isolate that audio. Uh, <laughs> if I'm getting hit light and I get tagged back, yeah, I might be a little perturbed about that. Yeah. You know, but you, you can't throw fucking bombs on somebody and yeah. then act like a fucking little fucking pansy whenever they throw bombs back at you. Or don't act like a big tough guy and be talking in the back and being like, oh yeah, fucking I'm gonna be there for you. I'll take a nipple off with this chop, brother. Get out of here. And then and then bitch and moan that someone gave you a kind of snug forearm or whatever. Like, dude, and I think the concept of receipts are kind of dumb. I think they're necessary. But like there's a line. Yeah, like there, yeah, yeah. It just say you don't like me hitting you, which is fine. Yeah, don't like just tone it down. Like, yeah, fucking hell. Do anything. Yeah, the, you, you, you. We have limitless possibilities creatively. Yeah. We don't have to fucking dome each other. Yeah, <laughs> yeah. Which brings us to, Ooh. this portion of yeah. the match. Go on. Yeah, you take this one. It's just fucking... The spot is so dumb, it's just a little hope spot for Austin Aries. Cannon is laying in a basic heat or whatever. Just shoots him off, whatever. I think it's literally just like, duck one, lariat. Yep. Fucking Aries swats Cannon. And Cannon immediately goes down. Like, goes inside out on it. And it's just a very loud clothesline. Uh-huh. And just goes down and, like, gets up kinda, and Aries just fucking is shoot-kicking him in the ribs and shit, and Cannon rolls out and is clutching his arm, and it's very obvious that something is immediately wrong. Yeah. Fucking come, come to find out, broken collarbone. Like, Aries broke his fucking collarbone on a clothesline. I thought the match ended with a countout. From the I I must have shut it off earlier or whatever, going, oh fuck, that was yeah. nice. like ugh. Mm-hmm. Eric Cannon is the best professional wrestler who ever lived. <laughs> Wrestling ain't that important to me. Yeah. Is that what okay, that's what I thought that, it was, yeah. I, I knew you guys at least you would know. Yeah. Because I know that you would watch. If you all guys of haven't it. watched this show, by the way, that that you're listening to this, it it is genuinely uncomfortable. Dude. And then Eric Cannon. Gets back in the fucking ring. Uh, I and cannot continues believe. a match. Fucking body slams Ares with one arm. Air Cannon's goddamn professional. Now, I don't even, like, it's just... So, I've been teasing this big scoop on this, right? Okay, yep. I feel now is the time. So, I'm watching the show. Okay. I get to this point. I watch this, and I think to myself... I'm curious what the man himself has to say. Oh my god, I'm 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 so on I, the edge of my seat. I message uh, dear friend Eric Cannon and I go, Hey man, reviewing this mid south show for this podcast. Yeah, that's right, I have one, I know you don't listen to it. <laughs> but it's you and Aries. So if there's anything that you would like for me to add in on this episode, by all means let me know. And if not His response, this is all verbatim, quote, 
the match where my collarbone snaps? If so, there's a fun moment where I sell over to Ian and ask him what he'd like us to do. I knew something was really wrong and I'd likely be on the shelf for some period of time. Ian's eloquent reply was, Finish the match. Oh my god. Also, do you know how difficult it is to pay tolls with your right hand? LOL. (laughs) Non-wrestling, I'm left-handed. So those six months were especially difficult. Oh my god, dude. (sighs) There you go. From the guy himself. Finish the match. Lord. That's why he went back in, I guess. Uh, also, and I, I, I won't go too far into details on, on this next bit here, but I do know this for a fact, having spoken with Mr. Cannon uh, a number of times about things, this incident is what ultimately led him to leave Mid-South. I don't fucking blame him. No, I no one can. No one can. But between this uh, and, and money issues and, and whatever else... Mm-hmm. And some of this, I, I will happily explain to you guys off air because, like, quite frankly, like that's the level of personal and like business shit that, like, we need. We, not we, yeah, we don't. We we don't need to air that yeah. out here, mm-hmm. right? Definitely. But yeah, th- this was the the okay. I got to get out of here. Moment for one, Mister Kane, which, which sucks because yeah. it was such a huge part of the promotion. And yeah. Everything. So the finish, Aries goes up for the ten punches, low blow. Was it just power bomb out of that? I think he just like kind of sort of double legged him down and yeah. uh, uh, maybe feet on the ropes. So yeah, can't quite he got it, he yeah. got one foot on the rope. Just I can't. I, I wouldn't have been able to. Uh uh-uh. uh <laughs> No, would not have been able to. No, I can, I can admit that I would have cried and wept to my mother. Like I've always heard that like that's one of the worst injuries you can uh-huh. get. I've heard it's the most painful bone to break. Yeah. It's also, like, one of the smallest and most but, unprotected. But it's also, like, one of the hardest ones to heal. Yeah, yeah, Because yeah, you yeah, can't, yeah. you, what what rehab can you do? Yeah. Well, not just on that, but, like, on any broken bone, really, but, like, you, 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 what are you, what are you going to get, like, a hole, sorry about that, <laughs> you're going to get, like, a hole, you're going to have to, like, get a whole cast, but, like, at that point, you can't move anything. Yeah. yeah. So you can't do anything besides have your arm in a sling and be like, hey, don't fucking pat me there, dude. Just terrible. Uh... So can we get to the end of this shit? <laughs> yeah. This last match. Alright, yeah. It's pleasant. Yeah, it's fine. So, four-way match. Uh, Christopher Daniels, AJ Styles, Petey Williams, and Chris Saban. Supposed to be four number one contenders spot. Yep. They announced, yo, Ken's gonna be out. This is now just for the belt. Yep. So... Connor, I know why you put your laptop away. <laughs> uh, guys, I'm a professional. Okay. Um, I uh, got into some cans myself while mm-hmm. watching this show. Yep, yep. Mm-hmm. Uh, and it, after watching the whole Aries canon thing go down, I was like, it's time for bed. You didn't watch this, did you? I did. Okay. But would you like to know how and when? I guess I have no choice. But... First of all, when? Today. Okay. But how, Connor, did you watch it today? You were at work and then immediately in a car. You yes, I was just cr- driving down here, didn't <laughs> sure you? Sure was. Okay. Yep. 
But that's why I know he doesn't have his, his <laughs> so notes So I have no laptop. notes. However, I do remember because it's fresh in my mind, and I have some things I would like to talk about. Mainly, the fuck is Punk's deal this entire goddamn show? No, I don't know. Dude, hey, I have what no is he idea. against TNA? Did he just get fired? Well, from, no, no. Them? Part of it was because at that point, TNA had yanked a lot of the guys from Ring of Honor. So whenever he says... This is the main event, and the TNA won't let me wrestle with my friends in Ring of Honor thing, or whatever, during the ring announcing intros. It's literally just because, for whatever fucking reason, they would not let, like, okay, Chris Daniels, yeah. you know, all, all the guys in this, they were not allowed to work for Ring of Honor at the time. For some reason, they could work for Mid-South. We That's unbelievable. Well, because it's an NWA affiliation. And they could, uh, that's, yeah. honestly, that is probably what it is. But like so weird. Yeah, it was weird and stupid. And also, to answer your question, I don't fucking know what Punk's deal is. And I don't know what he attempt, what he thought that was going to achieve. But yeah, like he's just so, like he just makes fun of everyone the entire show. And I guess that's just Punk being Punk. But also, goddamn, couple things. First of all, I absolutely hate these type of four ways. Oh, the tag in and I out. hate them so much. Okay. Second thing. Quote from commentary. Got to. Oh, God. This is not his words. And I quote. That's just kind of queer, Petey. Oh, yeah. The slap in his ass thing. Yeah. Dude, yeah, I don't know. Was Danny on commentary for this one? Which one was Danny on commentary for? Because you're in person. Yeah. Because you're... Anyway. (laughs) We don't need to go into that. (laughs) (laughs) Are you going to do commentary on the wrestling show in Mississippi? There's wrestling in Mississippi? Because you know what? It kind of sounded like that. Why don't you do commentary on these shows in Arkansas? There's wrestling in Arkansas? Oh, God. (laughs) (laughs) So, what did y'all think of this Seashells, seashells by the seashore? Oh, no. (laughs) Chris Saban is a very good professional wrestler. (laughs) (laughs) Once I saw a blimp. (laughs) (laughs) Once I saw a blimp? (laughs) Uh, Am I I talking to me? (laughs) Okay. Am I circular saw blade? (laughs) Oh no. Dude, why? (laughs) I don't understand. Uh, I feel bad for Chris Daniels in this match, particularly more than anyone else in this match, because he has to dress in all of that shit. There's too much <laughs> shit on him. There's uh, <laughs> too much shit on for uh, a smattering of people. Well, he's wearing the robe out, right? Yeah. And then he's just in gear. Well, that's true, but still, he does the whole fucking entrance. It is interesting to see, like... Uh, quote, baby AJ in his baby yeah. boxer robe. Babe J? Babe J. Mm-hmm. Also, uh, I brought this up while watching it. Why the fuck, with his gimmick and everything, and picking a Marilyn Manson song, did Chris Daniels use disposable teams and not personal Jesus? Yes! Like, eventually it would end up being... Did you just fart? No. Okay, good. Eventually it would end up being Aries using personal Jesus. Which is why which I started Which fit well... But I'm like, your whole fucking 
yeah. thing is God's gift to wrestling, the fallen angel Christopher Daniels. I'm going to use a Marilyn Manson song for my entrance music, and it's not personal Jesus. Or angel with scabbed wings. Y- yes! Fuck! I don't get it. Oh my god. <laughs> Fuck! Was that Danny Daniels? Fuck, <laughs> dude. Why is he using personal Jesus? Dude. Also, real quick. This match was good. It, it was, was so It was good. a little long. There was a lot of shit at the very beginning that was absolutely just filling time. Yeah. yeah. Because I, I actually really enjoyed this match. I did too. It's yeah. the first like, one I actually liked. Down the first half. Like, once they like, yeah, yeah, really yeah, got yeah. going. Yeah. Daniel's Once doing, everyone got in the ring, it became fucking awesome. Basically, Daniel's doing the thing where he's like, watch TNA, and it was like yeah. plugging the time oh, channel. Dude. Watch TNA, knee drop. 3 p.m. on Fox Sports Net. Which, <laughs> although funny and great, I was kind of like, well, that does take me out of this. You're supposed to be fighting for a world championship. but like That is not the TNA world championship. Sure, but like, I, I don't know. Like, no, but I, I like, I thought that was funny, but I like this match. I liked everyone the, stealing each yeah, other's moves. That was great. That the was great. fucking counter the Canadian destroyer into AJ's just got him for the oh, style dude. splash. Yeah. Oh, that was so sick. That was great. Guys, <laughs> indie wrestlers, go back and steal all this shit. Yeah. Just steal. Just I want you to be not original. No, here's the thing, Braden. Here's a quote that I learned uh, in, in design school. Okay. Um, good Brad. artists copy. Great artists steal. Brag. Uh, I, I do like that, though, and I will absolutely be using that. Yep. Or stealing it, if you will, as a great artist. Fade to black. What are we even doing here? Just um, fucking weird. All right, so now that we've come to the end of the show in this marathon episode, just... Thumbs up, thumbs down. What do you think, man? Down to 45 only because of that last match. I was riding high when I rated this. You? Yeah. What? Thumbs up, dude. What? Dude, this is... What? This is, like... If you wanted to... If someone asked you, like... What was indie wrestling like in the olden times? You could show them this show and be like, Most of it's bad. Oh. When it's good, it's fucking awesome. Oh. I Just, appreciate your passion, but for me, I know you said your yours is a partially up, but partially down. Down to forty five. Yeah, down to forty five. Yours is all the way up. Well, up at a forty five. There's some You're, shit. Okay, so down at a forty five, up at a forty five. Guys, mine's all the way down. Really? I, 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 yeah, I'm sorry, I can't. Like, See, I was riding me, high after like, the I, I agree with your sentiment. You're not ex- explicitly wrong. I can find better shows from this era to be like this is what indie wrestling used to be for me. Where it's like, yeah, sure, the main event is great. It's great. Um, Everything else is kind of at at best there. Everything else is at best just like there. Yeah. Danny Daniels does a top rope rana to Chris Candido. That is a word salad. He tries to do a top rope rana. And (laughs) Candido just kind of lets him fall. Fall on his fucking head. Austin Aries gets punted in the nuts on an up and over. Yeah, he does. Come on. But, like, I I, I don't know, man. Like, to me, the, the bad so heavily outweighs the good. If it wasn't for that main event, it'd be all the way down. Oh, sure. It that That's the, that's the only reason I'm not here, but like, all the way down. 
I still gotta go down. Um, well, here's the thing. Um, I hate you all, and uh, I never. I mean, it was fun to watch. Is super fun to review, but like, no, because I assumed that you were going to be true to your word and pick a show that was less than three hours. I I had to watch this show in one fucking sitting. I love that that (laughs) four minute difference. Has enraged and you this bad. One of the minutes is just them signing off on commentary during the credits. Like if he, <laughs> if, if he, had I like said, how they had the credits for who's on commentary. Yes, it's yes, like seven yes. people long. It, like if he had said that it was a, a a two and a half hour show. Yeah, your I would completely get your rage. But whenever he said, "Yeah, it's under three hours," and it's three hours of three minutes, you're this hot about it? Like okay, okay. So if he says it's under three hours and yeah. it's Two hours and fifty nine minutes. You're gonna be like, "Yup, I'm not. I, I'm okay." with Oh that. my god! You're gonna tell on me? <laughs> <laughs> I cannot believe that. People round up, dude. If it's two fifty nine, it's three o'clock. Brandon, right, I just have right, to say, right. I have to say, just... I'm sorry, man. Sorry, I didn't do it sooner. God damn it, <laughs> Brandon. I, I will I will always defend this. Anytime that you you and me really butt heads on something stupid, your arguments are <laughs> your arguments are always logical and very passionate. Mm-hmm. So I can't take tune that in away next from week. You. Yeah, yeah. Tune in for the next one, folks. Can we say what's on the fuckboard here? We absolutely can. Because we're going to fucking take a break here and then record it. But, so okay. we absolutely can. Hey, announce what's on the fuckboard. I'm going to give you the pleasure. Ladies and gentlemen, our next episode, we will be breaking the format. Break the format. And we will be... Holy shit, hey! That was fantastic work there by the What Are We Even Doing band. We will be bringing to you a little episode that I like to call The Great Debate. Not bump mm. that. That one's garbage. We came up with a better name. <laughs> what is the better name? The Real- Master Debate. <laughs> this is the part where you'd expect me to refute that. I can't. We will be coming to you with The Master Debate. Err. Yeah, I like that the err is really soft. Almost, uh, god damn it, uh... Never mind. I, I don't want to reference those fucking Budweiser frog commercials. Huh? There, there was a, <laughs> what the? In 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 like the late nineties, there was this ad campaign with Budweiser that was based on these bullfrogs that would just be going Bud, Bud, wise, I hate it. It it wasn't good, and I I hate frogs. Uh, yeah, famously, I'm not even that big on Budweiser at all. Really, or the French. Yeah, I don't mind. I don't mind a Weiser. You ever had uh, frog legs? Nah, I have. If they didn't look exactly like, like the animal, <laughs> they 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 can't not. But like a chicken fucking leg, it doesn't look like a leg. Have you, you know seen I mean? a chicken? Yeah, dinosaurs, dude. Dinosaur, dude. I think the feathers is what covers it up for me. It absolutely does, but... <laughs> okay, hang on. Off air, gotta what, tell what, you a story what do we do the time this? I held a chicken. Anyway. <laughs> Alright! Oh, Lord. Anyways, uh, let's just plug stuff and get the fuck out of here now. 
Um, the uh, uh, promotions that book us. Promotional consideration provided by. Yes, actually, that's. Yes, Zawa, Magnum, uh, Journey, Journey. Pro, yes. Anarchy, Anarchy, St. Louis Anarchy. Yes. Is that Anna, it? Anafight. Anafight. We got fired from the other one, apparently. We sure did. He literally <laughs> wrote it on a paper and said, don't say this one. On air, he said it. <laughs> um, fuck them. Wisconsin ain't good. No. Anyone can make cheese. Y'all aren't special. Uh, damn. I, I agree, but damn. Just, just eat an ass. Like, what? <laughs> get out of my America. True. Anyone, anyone can let milk sit for a while. I do it all the time. You know who can make cheese? A person. (laughs) So, like, any hoot, uh, plug your stuff. Debut. Yeah. uh, Yes, please. So, uh, name, because I I wanted to, when you posted the thing on Facebook, I wanted to promote and I fucking forgot. So, promote your thing. Well, so, I made a film a while ago uh, called Debut. It's a documentary film about uh, the, this person sitting to my left. Mm-hmm. Um, uh, one Damien Deschain. Sure is. Uh, you can find it on Vimeo. Just look up Debut 2021. Um, it's airing at select film festivals across the nation. Uh, just aired at a film festival in Indy, actually, which is pretty cool. Hell yeah. Um... Yeah, so you can check that out. Go watch it. I don't make any money or anything off of it, but if you want to watch a documentary about pro wrestling, check it out. Uh, you can also follow me uh, at Wild Child Designs on Facebook. I started a little Ooh, gear making business, okay. and also if you need poster design for a wrestling event, uh, I do that too. And I'm wow. pretty fucking cheap. Uh, I thought you were gonna be. I'm pretty fucking good at it. <laughs> I'm all right at it. I design Braden's gear uh, uh, yep. and upcoming uh, Christian Rose's gear. Uh, yes, eventually, and all of my own stuff. But you know, whatever. Um, and then also, you can follow me on Twitter at Hopper twenty seventeen. Probably should change that Twitter handle because it's lame. <laughs> it's not twenty seventeen anymore. No, that's the year I graduated high school. It's bad. Oh no. Yeah, I know. Um, yeah, so that's uh, all my shit. Uh, don't follow me on Instagram because uh, I hate Instagram. Uh, I don't know why I still have it anymore. Honestly. Yeah, it's not great. Um. Also, like my wrestler page, Connor Hopkins dash professional wrestler. Um, I, you know, I also hate Facebook, but whatever. that was that was a crunchy back crack. That was good. Yeah, um, felt great. Yeah. So um, I think that's everything that we have here. Yeah. Is this the time where I struggle? You know, God, Braden. You know that in the program you use to record, you can there's hotkeys to start and stop recording. Yeah. So you don't have to go through this like every single time. I mean, you just got every single time break and it's painfully it, easy. Why don't you learn Almost how to so fucking weird. drive? All right, really, but it's yeah. not it's not as fun if I use the hotkeys. Yeah. What are we even doing?